your people's spirit right now. Help them heal it right now. I'ma get them riches right now. Work plan manifest. Be speak that shit into existence right now. Can't slow down. Got the vision wrote down. Cause I seen it, man. I'm on right now. Focus in the motherfuckers where I'm in the zone right now. Ain't no later dog. It's only right now. And it's only right now. It creates right now. <laughs> No accountability, man. And, and no and past, no future right now. All I got is right now. No past, no future right now. All I got is right now. Fuck what they did to me, gon' do, cause all I get is right now. Fuck what they did to me, gon' do, cause all I get is right now. So I focus on that when I can focus on now. Pull up at a beach on the outskirts of town. Enjoy the view and give thanks to the truth. And I go hit the yo just to shut that bitch down. And I'm high right now. <laughs> so alive right now Clear skies right now Living my life by my own rules I feel what I choose Okay. <laughs> and I'm right back at it. Divine alignment, fully automatic. I don't think about it. I just watch it happen. I just move toward it and I get supported. When I try to force it, it just get distorted. So I dance with it. Crystals all in my pants with it. Healing all in my hands with it. I'm a alchemist. I'm a master. I'm a rabbi. I'm a sensei. I'm a bad guy. I'm an alien. I'm an animal. I'm a cannibal. I'm so handsome. No. Yo. And I'm high right now Can barely open my eyes right now And that money we making it, making it Climbing these ladders and laying foundations That's masonry, this shit is different Cause my dreams are literally chasing me Grateful for what life is taking me I'm living life, that's to say the least Only true beauty can tame the beast Only true love can tame that beast Are you guys are back back on the bench podcast with bubba and pink pink what's going on man not much checking out the new orientation we have with the four-person show <laughs> man shout out to old rap studios man and our guy ant man he puts these things together he, he gets us going every week man uh, uh definitely if you are a recording artist if you are a podcaster if you are you just want to lay vocals down whatever you do make sure you guys Come to Old Rap Studios, man, right over here near downtown, near 33rd Jail. I can't give you the direct location because I might have a crazy ex listening. But uh, you can look it up, man. Come to Old Rap Studios where your dreams can come true, man. But we have a, a really good show today. I, I think there's a flood of bit bittered women that are heading toward the jail. <laughs> Scouting the area. We have. Uh, Let's blanket this bitch. <laughs> we'll find Bubba. 
We have a, 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 another podcast joining us today, man, a sports podcast, man. Shout out to the Average Fans Take. They'll be joining us after the first uh, our first break here for sure, uh, talking about some NBA offseason moves, free agency stuff. Uh, we got some NFL stuff to throw in there for sure. Um, and, of course, you know, R. Kelly being sentenced to 30 years. Uh, we're going to touch on that. And, and, and then, you know, I wanted to lead off with some baby mama drama. Uh, once again, <laughs> on the Bench Podcast, we're on all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. And we also have shirts. Um, I actually have a, a, a trunk of full of a couple shirts. Pink, I got to get you a couple. Um, right. um, you guys can order a shirt on the Bench Podcast shirt and uh, be a part of the team, man. A we, valued member. We need, we're not cutting anybody. No, man. <laughs> not cutting it's, anybody. It's pay to play. <laughs> some of your parents, some of your parents uh, uh, know about that for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Pink, hey. I, wanted, I wanted to start. It's a viral video going around. And um, I was late to the party, but, you know, you, as long as you make it, that's fine. <laughs> and um, there's a lady, it's a, it's a baby mother, baby mama, however you want to frame it there. And she is going in on one of her kids' father. She has four kids. And uh, let's play the quick video here, and then we're going to react to it, all right? Four kids, how many fathers? Uh, she didn't say in the video, but I'm assuming I'm, four. I'm guessing four. four. <laughs> Every day my baby daddy come here with one meal for my child. But I have three other kids. We have one kid together, but he only want to come and bring one thing at McDonald's. But what about my other kids? How come you can't feed my other kids at McDonald's though? Like that's bogus as hell. Like you're not finna sit here and make my other kids feel left out and you're only bringing one child something to eat. Look, there he go. And I bet you he only got one thing in there. I bet you he don't even. I'm finna expose the out of him so people can see how he really is. It ain't more than, it ain't more than enough food in that bag for everybody. What's up? Because I'm finna expose you. What? Because that don't look that don't look enough for all my kids. That don't look enough for all my kids. What is that? That's just one burger, one burger, burger one fry. What he like? What do you mean? Okay, what about my other kids? What about your other kids? Dun <laughs> what? Okay, but them your kids' siblings though. Them my kids, them your kids' siblings though. So what you? So he finna, my other kids finna be left out. You didn't feed them. You know I don't get my food stamps to the seven. <laughs> this 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 is first of all, it's good comedy. Second 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 of all, it's, it's a, a lot. I, of it's not comedy. <laughs> that's not comedy. That's real life. Like comedy's funny. That's that's just pathetic. I, I don't understand the people who are taking the stance that he is in the wrong for only bringing food for his child. How is this man wrong? First of all, you got to think of the context. She's saying every time he comes over here, he's only bringing food for his child. And today I'm not taking this shit. I'm going to show y'all why he's foolish. Yeah. So that means there has been multiple times. Now I can understand if one time you bring food for your child and other kids are hungry. You didn't. Okay. I can understand that. But listening to her speak, 
that's he has repeatedly. This is five, six, seven times he comes up with food, and the kids never have anything to eat. You understand? Yeah. That's a problem, and that's not his problem. Well, that I was wondering where you're going with that. Yes, like he has one kid. Yes, that's he it. His obligation to one kid. He doesn't have any obligation to these other kids. And and and, and the people who are saying, "Oh, you should have bought a pizza or, or or some beef ramen stuff," his kid, he asks his kid what he wants to eat. His kid says McDonald's. I'm bringing McDonald's, okay? I want to be a super dad. He already doesn't live with me. You got to think about all this stuff. Oh, heck yeah. You know, he already doesn't live with me. He already, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I'm only seeing him who God knows how many times. So when he asks for food, I'm going to bring him what he wants to eat. Right. You understand? And I'm not buying McDonald's for five, four or five, a whole fucking daycare. (laughs) If I wanted to... (laughs) If I wanted to support a daycare, it's plenty of daycares that can use my support. Exactly. All right. I agree with you. I, I mean, we're, we're on the same side of this. He has literally one kid. Now, again, in context, it, it doesn't appear that he has even, like, good shared 50-50 custody. Right. So he has one kid with this mom who's clearly a, a, a broke-ass hoe. <laughs> and she has these three other kids by three other dudes. Who are broke, broke, broke ass Equally dudes. broke. It's like, if that's my kid, yeah. number one, I would move for full custody and, and get him out of this situation. Yeah, yeah, that's But it's short of that, if you can't do that, if the court doesn't let you do that, you are trying to do anything you can to raise the self-esteem of your kid, uh, give him support in what is probably, if that's her, a horrible environment to grow up in. And it's not your responsibility to take care of the whole situation. Right. These other dads have a duty to their kid. Mm-hmm. And they have the right. They have the right. They could show up with steak. They could show up with sushi or whatever they want to do. They could take their kid to, you know, Disneyland. And, you know, if you don't have the resource, you don't take your kid to Disneyland. That's it. That's it, man. <laughs> like, like, you, that's you, not- you have no other duty. And this chick talking about my food stamps don't come to the whatever. That is your problem. Yes. Figure it out. Figure it out, man. Yeah. Because it's like she probably sold her food stamps. I, I like it's there's so many other things. Can that's, you do that? That's going. Yeah, people oh, send yeah, her food right. stamps all the time. I'm looking yeah. for some. You know, anybody's out there. I need some food stamps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's too busy but, taking uh, a life round ammunition <laughs> to worry about anything else like food stamps. And, and then and she's just worried about the app. She got to bring out on the phone. To expose a guy. What did that whole like, thing? Like, that could be... <laughs> well, I mean, that's the next level of this. If if that's what you have to... If that's the type of person you are. If you can't have a conversation with another adult and say, Hey, you know, I know you only have this one kid with me, but when you bring stuff, it really makes the other kids feel some kind of way. And you know, I'm not asking you to do it every time. But if there's a lane of conversation yeah. that, that you might be receptive to. And you can to. meet in the middle. But he yeah. also, like, he, he, I think he hit, like, every perfect line. He, he says, did. okay, well, bring him out. He can eat in the car. And then when he's done eating, he can go back inside. Like, yeah, everything, yeah. like, yeah. He, he's saying he's hitting sure. it perfectly. You know what I mean? For sure. And, and, and you know, I'll, I'll take him to eat every time I come over. And, and he doesn't have to eat in front of the kids. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I understand that could be an issue. Uh, you yeah, know? Yeah. But, well, but again, it's like, and also for him, it'd probably be better bonding time. Go spend an hour exactly. sitting at McDonald's or go to the park and eat food and, and have that time, man. Exactly. This is, yeah. Anybody who's supporting her is delusional. <laughs>
Not seriously. Yeah. Like, what, what is what? Are I'm you looking at the girls who are posting about it. I'm looking at them with a side eye, like, yeah, I, I want to take my DM away now. I wish I didn't DM her because that, <laughs> that's that a potential. That, I, I dodged the bullet there with that one <laughs> because I, I don't want anybody that's that's on that same thinking. Yeah. Because yeah. even a, a, as a guy with no kids. If I'm dating a woman with kids, I don't want to feel obligated to be feeding those guys. You know what right? I mean? No. I'm not. I, those are not my children. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? I'm, I'm feeding you. Don't don't let's not go out to eat and then you ordering to go plates for your kids. Like this, that's not what let's, kind of date let's, this was. Let's not forget that already happened to you. <laughs> and that's probably what happened. She probably took that to go plate. Hell for yeah. her, I'm just not thinking about that. No, I think I no no. I I said at the time if that wasn't chicken fingers, that was for the dude. <laughs> You fed a grown man. That's that worse, night. but that's worse. It that's, is way that's worse. That's the it absolute worse. worse. You, you fed a grown man. That I night. rather I rather each one feed one man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean that, that that's just oh, she's just a bad human being, man. Yeah. What what is she bringing to the table? <laughs> I mean, think about it. Apparently, good culture. <laughs> Not good enough. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's sticking staying. around. <laughs> that's hit it and quit it. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, jeez. That's, yeah. that's that's rough, man. I, I don't, I mean, what are you defending? Like, you know, you're kind of putting this expectation on the guy that he's supposed to just be this, like, magnanimous guy that's just going to take care of hungry kids. Yeah, that's like I understand some guys that's they would do that, and that's totally fine. I'm not saying yeah. you shouldn't do it. Like if you want to do it, you have the means to do it. Do it. Yeah. All but, right. But, I mean, the reality is this chick's probably squeezing my guy for a lot of child support. As it is, and he's broke as it is. As it is. I'm oh no, he is afford. broke. I, you I, can I, see him. You can see the car. <laughs> you can see him. You know he's broke. Yeah. So he uh, not not broke probably, but only has enough to take care of his child, I, like, which is perfectly fine. I'm happier than this Happy Meal that I can <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he may not be broke, but he can only take care of his child. He yeah. can't consistently take care of children that didn't come from his nutsack. All yeah. Right? So that should, that should be fine. <laughs> I Why? Need, I didn't need that visual. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we penalizing this man for not taking care of you if you want to step in? He's not even with this lady. Yeah. So it's not even a stepfather type of thing. I, I was oh, no, t- trying yeah. to type in. I'm thinking a stepfather. How should I type this? He's not even a stepfather. Yeah, no, no, no. That's a different dynamic. Yeah. If you choose to be with the woman, live in the household, and she has kids, it, it's different. Yeah. I, I would feel differently if you consistently treated your one kid you know, vastly different. That's it, if yes. you're If you're occupying the same household. That's a decision you make. That's a burden you accept when you make that decision. But if you're, you're single, she's on her own place, you have a single child together, you don't owe anything more than than taking care of your kid. Bingo. Yeah. There we go, man. I mean, each show, I feel like we're advancing society. We are. And uh, I feel really good about this. We still have a long way to go, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're willing to make that climb. We're willing to make that climb, man, <laughs> for sure. One thing, one thing about this angle, I don't like it because it's making me look big. Yeah, I look a little fat myself. <laughs> no. God damn. We got to do something about that. <laughs> People, uh, it really is adding 15 pounds to... Uh, Maybe to, 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 17 and a half. Yeah, yeah. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to roll with it. Who are those two fat guys? These <laughs> <laughs> guys are humongous. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. There's nothing you can do about it, man. But I have to hit the gym. And right. I, didn't, I didn't even go to McDonald's today for before the show. Usually we do, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. All right. I should have wore vertical stripes. <laughs> As we do and always do, we're going to bring up our, our guest here. 
But before we're gonna do our, uh, uh, you know, our, our, our ad, man. We have to. All, All right. right. So we want to give a special shout out here to our number one sponsor, Overkink.com. All righty, an average fans podcast. You guys can make your way up here. <laughs> All right. We always like our guests to enter to Overkink.com. <laughs> kind of sets a mood. Yes, man. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, now, now, the people, Overkink.com. Overkink.com is a place where you can find all of your bedroom needs. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you're into. If Overkink. you mention condoms, I'm coming over to <laughs> We're moving past condoms. com has it. Pete already told you what item they have, but they have they have uh, uh, whips, chains, they have handcuffs, they have you know lubes. If you whatever you're into, and if you if you're watching uh, OPD, if you're watching uh, if you're watching P Valley like I'm watching, you, you'll know what lube is for or can be utilized for. And if you use promo code Bubba Pink, you get it for a discount. All That's right. right. So I, I need to move left or I need to move right or I need to move back. Just back a little bit. Just back a little bit. I don't need to be all up on the mic. Just you. Just you. All right. All right. Just you. Simple enough, right? Yeah, simple enough, man. And that is overking.com. Now, uh, the average fans take podcast. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It'll help if I turn you guys' mics up. So uh, just a little bit, what are you guys' podcast about, man? We're, we're primarily just a sports podcast. We try to cover all the trending topics right now. We primarily cover just like football, basketball, or anything else trending in the world of sports. Yeah, uh, you guys like, are you guys in the debate mode, or is it more like you're just talking about the subjects and the topics as you go? No, we go ahead, but No, one of the things that we try to do is give you that home feel. We want everybody to just have their opinion, have a good time, shoot the shit, and, you know, leave it where it's at. It's almost like barbershop discussions, you know? Okay. I was going to say, that's that's more of the lane it sounds like. Okay. Just a good barbershop discussion. I love barbershop discussions, man. Uh, 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 where can they find you guys at? Uh, we're on Apple, Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're pretty much on all your major podcasts. Network. That's right, man. Anywhere they, uh, anywhere they listen to podcasts, you guys can catch the Average Fans Take podcast for sure. Now, how'd you guys get started? What was kind of the impetus to get this show going? It's just something that we've always been talking about doing. I mean, we have a great time every time that we have, like, these events come up in sports, and we just decided, like, hey, you know, it's something we've talked about and just wanted to get to it. Somebody might want to listen to what we're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I identify with that. I feel like me and Bubba leave half of our best shows on the phone during the week. Oh, yeah, it's man. It's like, man, why didn't we? Play <laughs> That's why we're talking off air about the baby mama thing. I'm like, hold up, hold it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait till we come back on air, man. The funny thing, and I don't know if this guy's has happened to you, but um, the about a week or two ago, we were talking to Sean Watson. Yeah. We had a phone call the night before the show, just kind of talking, and we, it turned into like a half an hour talk. And we both had like, you know, kind of opinions that were similar by the time we got on the show the next day, we had a totally different take on it and just went with that. It was just, it just, I don't know if we thought about it overnight or something. <laughs> the conversation evolved in a completely different direction. Is that something you guys have experienced too? Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. I think what it is is you, you spend all your good takes and the longer you speak to somebody, you either pick up their idea or they start to pick up your idea and then you find a happy medium in the middle of it. And you look at that and you're like, man, I wish we would have recorded that when we were getting pretty crazy and we all have different opinions different views and it gets buck wild from time to time buck wild <laughs> i have the knicks thing queued up but i actually want you guys opinion on something really quick here because i was watching a podcast earlier 
with um, uh, JJ Reddish podcast, but he had uh, Kendrick Perkins on the show, right? Yes. Yeah. So in the beginning, at, he's asking him about first take in a debate form, and Kendrick Perkins said something that I thought was interesting. Well, he said that sometimes, well, every time before the show, a day the night before, they'll give those guys maybe about thirty topics that they're thinking about talking about. Okay, right, and whatever uh, subjects that. The people oppose, meaning they're going to have an argument on. Those are the ones they'll choose. Okay. But every once in a while, Perkins says he'll just pick a topic and just for the hell of it, pick a stance just to just to fucking be, you know, the, the devil's advocate. Yeah, devil's advocate. advocate. Yeah. Not that he really feels that way um, or anything yeah. like that. I'm incapable. So, how of doing how that. do you feel about that? I'm incapable. That's of doing disingenuous. That. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. act like that. You shouldn't do it just because you want to rival somebody. If you feel strongly about something, speak about it. But don't do it so you can get more views. Right. And the problem, I think, with these quote-unquote hot takes is that people say it and there's zero accountability. Like, oh, yeah. You say it, you're wrong, we just move on. Just yeah. like you, you say, say it, you're right. Mamas. Exactly. 100% <laughs> like that. You, you say it, you're right, we're going to stick to this forever. And I think that's kind of chicken shit that they do that. Can we just call him Baby Mama Perk now? <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, 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 oddly enough, to play devil's advocate... <laughs> He's saying that the big whiz at ESPN, at Fox, he got to start at Fox, actually. He knows that that's what they're looking for. So, you know, here goes a guy who, you know, he's, in his words, can barely speak English. <laughs> um, doesn't, can't feel sentences all the way. But he knows if he has a steaming hot take or throws a guy under the bus, that those guys in the suits will love it and keep him employed longer. So it's like... If I can get a million dollars, maybe I will yeah, a million that, dollar that, contract. Yeah, that, maybe I will have a the, bad that, take. That's the know? get the bag nonsense we always talk about. It's it's Tariq Hill going to Miami. It's it's people do it every day. Yeah. And if that's the way you could look at the mirror at yourself, go for it. You know, there's plenty of things I could get fired up about, like on a daily basis. I don't need to like take another side of a take to get fired up about something. Mm. That's kind of fraudulent to me. All right. But Perkins is a jackass. <laughs> Speaking of fraudulent. We have the New York Knicks queued up now. We, I just, I, just, I want, <laughs> I want to talk about the NBA offseason free agency as a whole, but just wanted to start with the New York Knicks here uh, because, of course, they made a trade uh, yesterday to clear up more cap space, and the overall feeling is as soon as tomorrow hits Thursday, which is the uh, first day for official NBA free agency, they're going to offer Jalen Brunson over a hundred million dollar contract. Uh, what do you guys overpay. think about that? Massive overpay. Like, unlike Jalen Brunson, I think that he's performed well, especially when Luka was out. My only issue is now you trade your first two, uh, your two first round picks in this year's draft as a way to try to create more cap space to bring in Brunson. And I just don't necessarily see it. I think that with that franchise, it's a long-suffering franchise. They have a delusional fan base. They're always going to tell you about <laughs> how they're going to get LeBron, how they're going to get these big stars, and then have to end up sub- – well, just settling for like these lesser known guys and like I said I mean I think that Brunson is a good player I just don't think that he's worth 100 million he's not he's not close to worth 100 million and the problem it's it's not only like there's a pathway where you say okay we're gonna give up on getting LeBron or Katie or Kyrie we're gonna not go for that player and we're gonna build a team in a different way with guys like Jalen Brunson but you don't make gymnastics moves to get Jalen Brunson and overpay him. What's going to happen is, you know, a year, two years into this, the fan base is going to hate Jalen Brunson 
because he's not that guy. I hate. And I they're going to resent Tobias that. Yeah. And he's a very uh, good. Guy. He's a good guy. He's what just happened with Julius Randle. Look at him. Yeah, yeah. He had a nice season for them, and then they turned on him. You know, when when there was a whiff of him being expected to do anything above a surprise us a little And that's sad. I mean, the thing, and again, this is the thing. Jalen Brunson's going to get a bunch of money. And if he, it's all about money, good luck to him. Enjoy it. But if it's about your standing in the game of basketball, and it's not he's not going to get paid somewhere, you know, he's going to go from being this really cool player for the Mavs that's valued and respected and kind of where's this guy going to being this guy who's going to underperform the expectations of his contract in New York, which remains a dysfunctional franchise. He's being mixed cast because it's yeah. something where now you sign that big deal, there's this massive expectations, and once you fail to live up to them, and there's no disrespect to Jalen Brunson, is he a good point guard? Yes. Is he a $100 million point guard, one of the top point guards in the league? Not at all. Yep. Agree. He's gonna he's gonna drown in that situation. I like it's, that it's shirt, man. It's a, it's a plain black tee, but yeah, I like man, I'm, it I'm a pocket square guy. Even if it's a regular <laughs> shirt, I gotta put my. Never know when you need to stash something right there. Never know when you need to stash something right there. But Bubba with an ADD moment. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is that shot? But um, no, listen, man. I, I'm convinced that the majority of these NBA front offices, they're just regular guys. They have no fucking clue as much as we do. Because you can see it. It's funny when you can see it way ahead of time. Everyone could see the Westbrook move ahead of time, trading all of your assets for Russell Westbrook at this point in time in his career, was outrageously a terrible move. Right. Like, you can see these things. Dallas Mavericks, they had an opportunity. Uh, 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 Jalen Brunson and his um, agent came to them in the middle of the season when it was time for his extension. They were ready to sign up for fifty million, a $50 million contract, right? Mm-hmm. The Dallas Mavericks declined that option to do that. Dallas, The Dallas Mavericks did that. Yeah. That wasn't a mistake on their end. I think they realized that Jalen is a really good player. He's going to get money elsewhere. But we want a different player next to to to, 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 to Luka, number one. And number two, if we, he's going to stay here, he needs to be in the six-man role, if you will, but with more minutes. Because Luka needs a, a, a two-guard that can defend multiple positions, one through three. And that can also take some ball handling uh, abilities when he's off the court. That's what he needs, right? Yeah. And Jalen Brunson's not that guy because he's so small, right? Just just his stature alone doesn't allow that. So now the Knicks get this guy who's you know going to be the highest paid player on your on your on your team, and it's just nowhere near going to give you that production. Yeah, that's the absurdity. He he's just not a guy that you should ever be the highest paid player on your team. To me, and I'm not he's not the exact same thing. The parallel I see is more like a Fred Van Fleet type guy. Yeah, and, and Van Fleet got a bag. Yeah, he did, years but, ago. but he got it from the team that, that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know helped develop him. Yeah, and, and it, it fits there. And, and again, if Dallas mildly overpays to keep Jalen, nobody bats an eye. Exactly, nobody bats an eye. But to to trade dudes and give up draft picks and do all this stuff to sign Jalen Brunson, yeah, I mean that's beyond insane. <laughs> that's why the Knicks are the Knicks, man. That's true. That's true. And they'll always be the Knicks. Who's running the Knicks now, though? You Still are. the Dolans. Nobody Still knows. the Dolans. Yeah. yeah, but then they have the uh, the worldwide. Um, I thought they brought Worldwide West. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's, he, yeah, he's he's making you know he's making decisions. He's a decision maker well, over as well. A, I mean, I always had he's a lot of respect for him, but maybe he's uh, well. They're, he's a, fraud he's too. a part of that camp. Well, I know, but but like no, no, he's a Jalen Brunson is a part of that camp. So what that's 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 the connection, like him, Worldwide West and Jalen Brunson. No, I, I'm have saying a Worldwide West in a vacuum. Like yeah. I always kind of heard. Well, it's one of his guys. 
Well, is what I'm th- saying. Yeah, but you got to know, you know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you're you're trying all... to we, you're trying to develop a franchise. It's not time to be friends. It could always be a situation <laughs> where, like, hey, if you take care of our guy, you've given this contract right now on the back end. Maybe we could help steer a free agent to you guys in the near future. It better be really near. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's that's I, I that's losing business. Now, now me, in, the, in the meantime, you got on the back end, you have the Detroit Pistons, right? Th- those are where uh, um, the uh, Alec Burke and uh, the other guy, Nerlens Noel, went to. Yeah, yeah, right. And Detroit, they're, they're building. I feel like they're building something. There. I, they had I, a really good draft. Yeah, I haven't been this excited about Detroit since Eight Mile came out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that they're possibly in on DeAndre Ayton? Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're building something, man. Yeah. Jaden Ivey, for me, was my favorite player and the player I actually think has the highest ceiling in this draft. And they got him a little bit down the road. I liked uh, the Duran pick. He was the number four pick, right? No, uh, no, uh, Ivy. Ivy, I think, was four, yeah. yeah. And then they got Duran later in the round. And then, you know, Cade Cunningham is good. You know, I mean, he you know is still a bad team last year, but he's you know he's got a type of game that I think will allow other people to flourish around him, yeah. and I think they've got a nice young core, and if they could add a, an Aiton, and uh, if any of those you know former Knicks guys can can give them something, um, who's the coach there? Do we know? No, I th- not off the top of my head. Not off the top no, of my I head. Know. I mean, if they've got a solid coach, I mean that that's a team that could develop over the next couple of years. You know, a little bit like Memphis has kind of made some incremental steps up. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. See that. No, no, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. Now, the the other move uh, that happened today, actually, is the Hawks, right? That was a major play, in my opinion, getting DeJounte Murray over there. Yeah. And, and to, so I say only give up Gallinari and a few picks, right? So I Three put that up. Rounders. Yeah, I put that on social media, and people are saying, oh, man, that's a lot. And I just don't think so because – the, the three best players are 25 or younger. You know what I mean? Trey Young is, what, 23, 24. You got Collins is the same, and DeJounte is 25, the right? about possibly trading Collins, though. They, they are, which yeah. can open up. Uh, well, uh, uh, I was depending curious on who they whether, trade for. The, whether the Murray trade impacts the, the possibility of moving him or not. I don't know. Um, but like you said, I mean, if, if it inclines them to keep Collins as this kind of all-in-age in group trio, that's pretty interesting. Yes. But – yeah, Collins is a good enough piece that'll be interesting to see what they can get back for him yeah. to add to that too. It, it really is. Uh, yeah. Either way, if they move him or 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 keep him, I think it's just a great core. And all you need around that is veterans to play their role. Really good veterans to play their role because you have your three young stars. You know what I mean? Are these uh, the first round picks? Are these like uh, unrestricted or do they I have think a bunch two of, of them are unprotected. Two are unprotected. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're the Hawks, you're you're making this trade with the expectation that you're going to be at mid, least mid forties, peren- mid uh, high forties, yeah. Um, no, mid perennial playoff team. Yeah, this, yeah, wins. Yeah. I'm talking about wins. Yeah, yeah oh, which yeah, makes yeah, you a yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're you're not theoretically giving up unrestricted lottery picks. No, in a perfect man. Situation. No. What would you say their ceiling is after making this deal? Because I think they're probably like on the fringe of being a four or five seed. I agree with you. I don't see them. I mean, unless there's some other big move, I don't see them being above that. I mean, Second I, round team. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It's not for that. That's another. 
guy came on the post. Oh yeah, but this this move doesn't put them in a uh, wins them a championship. Like hold on, these guys are 23, <laughs> 24. Let let these guys like de- you know develop more, develop some chemistry. We live in such a microwave. It's like one move. Oh, the Hawks they're not making a championship. They're trash. No man, <laughs> the G in the front office is putting this team in the right direction. They're making the right moves and and, and just let this team grow and develop. Yeah, we have to see what they put around these guys now. Yeah. But you have to get something before you can, you can't put you can't put something around nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> they yeah. have something to put some folks around. No, I mean it's a good. I, I, I like the move. It shows some some forward thinking by mm-hmm. them. I mean Gallinari's one of those guys who's been part of what half a dozen trades in his career. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was the first prototypical power forward, man. The yeah, stretch forward. He was yeah. a part of that. Yeah, he gets he gets traded about as frequently as I change the filter in the air conditioner. <laughs> And we're so. in the summertime, man. <laughs> yeah, so you guys agree with that? I mean, what you thinking? Four, fifth seed for the Hawks? I don't think that's too far off, but I'm only worried about the 76ers. You're, you're, a, you're a Philly fan too? I became a Philadelphia fan. I grew up in Houston, and there's a place called Gallery Furniture. And you buy enough furniture, they let you pick a ball out of a basket. In 1995, I picked a 76ers ball. Next year, I'll not A year before Iverson, yeah. And that's it. Wow. Oh, man. I have yeah, a Philly I, brother on the show. I, I had no idea He's you had such guy. an impact on the yeah. franchise. <laughs> right we, haven't, we haven't had good days since Iverson, but we're it's been close. a while, man. We're getting close. It's been a while. That's funny. Should have never let that. Jimmy leave. That Kawhi shot changed things for you guys. It right? did. Uh, changed my it life. Did. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. That ball still hasn't gone. That's the my best mind. thing that ever happened to me, man. The Kawhi shot. Why? Because, well, first of all, it got rid of Ben. The bitch Ben. The uh, bum. You know, the bum. The elite bum. Ah. It sparred that. If that shot does not go in, we're keeping Ben. True. We're in the we're, you're we're go to the finals and, and we probably and win keeping, the finals. Exactly. You have a title. That's why you do this. No, I don't want that. I don't want cancer on my team. You want cancer? I don't no, like cancer. No. I'll take a title with cancer. No. Oh, hell no. no. What a hell no. Injured Warriors no. team. That's hell an easy no. chip for you guys. I don't want it no. like that. Nope. I don't want it like that. I want a champ. I want a real championship. I don't want to. I don't want that shit Toronto has. And and but Toronto won it without cancer. I don't want to win a championship and then get cancer. If, if that's what it takes, I don't want that, Pete. You, you're man. not willing to do what it takes. <laughs> I guess I'm that's not. That's why I'm a champion and you're over there. <laughs> I guess I'm not, man. We got rid of we got rid of that. Now, unfortunately, like you said, we uh, the the our front office uh, <laughs> was Pink Doe's after through extensive history of of shitting on Elton Brand. He chose mm. the wrong people and he, he let Jimmy walk, and uh. that was that. Was uh, the moment of our franchise that led was. Tobias Harris go, man? I, I, that dude's a scammer. <laughs> but you don't you don't feel bad because he's a nice guy. No, but <laughs> like, man, he's to a really nice guy. Thing. No, thing. He's he's a really nice Jalen guy. Thing. Thing. He was like, he's a really nice guy. I love Tobias Harris on a certain contract. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's 50, it. 60 million. I love him as the highest paid player on my team. When I have yeah. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, yeah. and he's the highest paid player on my team. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. No, I agree. No, I, <laughs> I hate him now. Three and D player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you you got. I mean, it's not just what you are as a player; it's what you're costing. Yeah, that, that's important. You can't separate the two things. But as a fan, then I feel shitty because now I'm saying a guy's a bum because how much he makes when it really shouldn't be any of my fucking business. Right. Uh, um, um, but he's he's well, but this he's is destroying reality. my team. But this is the reality of sports that we have. And yeah. So you, if you're you know if you're into this and, and you care, these things matter. 
It do matter. What you know, what you get a player for. If you get, you know, I mean, we talk about it in football all the time, which you may touch upon, but like, you know, you have a talented rookie quarterback on a rookie contract. You're at a competitive advantage in the National Football League. Of course, yeah. And time. when you then have to pay that same talented guy, that advantage dissipates, and and you're kind of moving deck chairs on the Titanic for the rest of you know, that guy's prime. That's yeah. why I got to maximize that rookie deal. Yeah, hundred percent. That rookie contract, I should say. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's it's not about who's a nice guy and who's not. I mean, it's are you a good value for our team? And you help he's not. I, I I don't know because he's also a hard worker. Don't get me wrong. I don't like Tobias Harris. I hate him, <laughs> but he's a hard worker, and. And he 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 does things to try to help the team. We needed him to take more. We needed him to take more catch and shoot threes. He's not a catch and shoot guy. But he t- he upticked it to seven or eight. Yeah, he missed seven of them a game. But he upticked it to where you know to I'm trying guys. His defense increased in the playoffs. Like he tries. Here's guys like Ben Simmons are the guys I want to. I want to throw off the Empire State Building. But I, I, Tobias I, I, is a guy I don't mind if I have to keep him okay. Like, here, here's, right. Okay, I, I learned everything I needed to know about Tobias Harris in AAU basketball. He played a local team here over in Disney, and he played a, a game against Christian Jones, who is a Florida State football player and has played in the NFL. Christian Jones kicked his ass. Just kicked his ass. Doesn't surprise. Had him frustrated. Had and Christian Jones is a. I mean, I, I coached against him in high school. I mean, he had the body of like a Greek god as a sixteen-year-old. I mean, he, he was a real athlete, a strong, you know, everything. He was a handful, but 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 Tobias had no answers. He got frustrated. He looked like a chump that day, and I just thought, you know, okay. I don't see anything great here, you know. I I didn't see. There is was, nothing great. Yeah, and that's that's what it There's is. There's rarely right? anything good. Yeah, so don't worry about it being a good guy or not. He's just what he is. My problem with him <laughs> is just like he's not a creator. I mean, if you have games where Embiid's not playing or Harden's not playing, he's not going to be the guy to take over an offense. He's not going to sit there and set your guys up. I mean, yeah. he's just going to sit there and he's going to post up in a corner and hopefully he has a good night shooting. Otherwise, you won't hear from the guy. Yeah, but thank God that uh, James Harden declined his option today. That's why we're talking about the 76ers. And uh, was, was he the the only guy in that position with the lucrative option here that turned it down and no didn't so opt in? this is interesting so Bradley Bill also declined his option okay. but the, the the trick about the difference between the two is that we still don't know what Bradley Bill is going to do until tomorrow but he can decline that to accept a five-year supermax from the from them from the from the Wizards, from the Wizards. Or he's he can unrestrict and can go to any team he okay. likes. I think so he that's can only sound like a four-year deal, too. Yeah, to, uh, another team. team, if he goes to another yeah. team. Yeah. So that's the difference there. But uh, James, James Harden, did he – basically he declined his option and professed that he he's gonna take committed less money. to staying in Philadelphia yeah. on a team-friendly contract. Yes, the numbers okay. that are, you know, aren't out yet, but he's going to – yeah, okay. he's going to take less Kyrie money. opts into Brooklyn because yes. he couldn't find a trade partner. Westbrook – Obscene in glorious fashion. In glorious fashion, man. I got fashion that uh, did Jerry Buss probably would have been proud of, <laughs> based on the Showtime show. Highway robbery. Yep. Yeah, yeah. At his finest, man. Yeah. Like if I'm a Laker fan, I'm just I'm fucking pissed. Man. Here we go again. Somewhere along the line, like Westbrook lost any interest in redemption, and he's just bought into being a high played clown. And I, and I don't know the exact moment that yeah. that happened, but it did. There's no vengeance season coming from him. There's no refining of my game as I age. There is just ass clown Russ from here until the day's out of the league. 
I mean, I think in regards to Russ, it requires a certain type of player to be able to play along with LeBron. If you go back to his time with the Heat, I mean, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh both had to sacrifice, and even going back to the Cavs with Kevin Love, they had to sacrifice his parts of their game. Kevin Love was out there getting like 20 rebounds a night. When he goes and plays with LeBron, he's relegated to a spot-up shooter. Right. He was the whole big thing was like, hey, he's got to fit in or fit out, and everybody was ostracizing him, even though Kevin Love is still a good player. But it's just the fact that if you play with LeBron, you have to be able to play defense. You have to be able to be a spot-up shooter, and if those things aren't your strong suits, you're going to stick out. Russ has been a notoriously bad mid-range shooter for years. Yeah, yeah, but Russ is just a bad player now. <laughs> like, like, well, like that, that doesn't mean, that doesn't uh, uh, I, apply to Russell Westbrook. Well, I think that the, I think you're both correct. I think there's two things going on, and it's magnifying the bad fit. He's a guy that just at his best is not a good fit to play alongside LeBron, combined with you've also reached a point where your game is eroding. And it's just magnified the whole and, situation. And to combine that, he's a low IQ player. Well, and and, and, what, and the, the, LeBron the point, is such a high IQ. Right. It's like, but it's the, just... the point that I was making, too, is like just psychologically, he's he's just gone all in on being the clown here. And he's okay with it. Like, he's not... There is no effort for him to, to tool his game, accept limitations, and try to fit in this group. He's he's just all in on Russ forever, and and it's not going to change. And so it, it's you know it's a bad athletic fit, it's a bad basketball IQ fit, and it's a bad mentality fit. He brings nothing positive to the Lakers. He's a complete and you you mentioned the term cancer. He's he's an absolute basketball cancer. Yeah, it's crazy. You talk about cancers, but yet people wanted Kyrie to go and play with LeBron on the Lakers, and that guy is the biggest cancer out there. <laughs> yeah, he might be. He might be. But if you're a desperate Lakers fan, yeah, you want that. You rather, <laughs> like, you know, it's it's different variations of cancer. Yeah. Like, you know, Can Kyrie I, is stage one. Westbrook <laughs> is stage five. I mean, you know what I mean? It's Kyrie missed out the year, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did. He just he doesn't play. Yeah, but he was healthy in the playoffs. You know, yeah. not that he performed extra well. No, I mean the, but, the thing. But, the but, thing with Kyrie is that, like, again, even prior to his last couple of years, historically, he does not play a ton of games. No, no, he's no, not no. reliable in that way. <laughs> and Westbrook is the opposite. He's yeah, yeah, even yeah. even he's, playing bad, he's going to be there. He's available. <laughs> he's available. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> All I think is not distracting you now getting those bogus triple doubles. <laughs> Russ is the type of guy that, like, if you're on the coaching staff, it, it, anything, he lands awkwardly. You know, hey, go to the trainer. Let's see if, you know, hope you're okay. Maybe the trainer will rule you out for two weeks and we'll be okay. <laughs> no, coach, I'll be out there. Normally, with players that you truly like, you're like, keep the trainer away. <laughs> Somebody lock the trainer supply closet. <laughs> We're good out here. Oh, man. That's funny. No, man. no, but yeah, so so yeah, so you have that going on. Now, back to the the, the Bradley Bill situation. What would you like him to do? Get like, the hell out of the Wizards. Big time. If you if you here's again, this is one of those bag versus It the, is. If if it's just about the bag, you you sign your 5-year deal for as much as they'll pay you, and they probably have no choice but to pay you. But if you value like enjoying the game of basketball again and maybe achieving anything in a playoffs or on a team level, you go somewhere else. Now the Wizards is they're not in the worst situation. They've they've been dysfunctional it's, forever. Dysfunction, like for, but they have some pieces there. They have some things not there. enough. And, and no, he's no, no, been no. there too long with nothing happening. And and you think by signing for as much money as they could give him, that that's gonna increase fr- franchise flexibility and they're no, gonna have no, a couple no, no. more moves up their bag? Dude, go. Why can't Russ do both? Why can't he get his bag and then force a trade? 
like a year down the line. Russ or Bill? I mean, I'm sorry, Bill. Bill, okay. Bill. Force a trade a year later? Yeah, I mean, waste that's, that's been the trend yeah. recently. Time. Yeah, but waste waste another year of your career. Doing He's already something. wasted X amount of years already. <laughs> I, I know, but at some point you got to do something. But to his point, that is that has been the motto. That's a move, yeah. Recently, it is a move. But the, 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 the my thing about that is also is that um you know I, I don't know I'm not the biggest Bill guy. I don't know if you guys are, but no, um, I'm not, I'm not right. huge. So so my thing is if he gets the super max. And then he comes out and performs either the same or a little bit less than what we're used to. Now we don't like Bill for the contract that he's on. I agree. Now the league is looking at him differently, and and, and if he tries to force a trade, then what can you get for him? It is a you know a shit storms comes about. He, I mean, I look at this as he's at an interesting crossroads. He, he's he's still in prime years. He hasn't been healthy, but but if he's healthy now, he's in prime years. Age hasn't kicked in, and it's like this is your decision. You're a free agent. You can choose your own destiny now. And that's what I'm looking at. Do you find a way to leverage yourself to maybe the Heat or a, or, or even the Lakers for that or somewhere where you can win? Or do you just say, hey, man, I'm going to just you know take what the Wizards gave well, me. Well, Bill is not, I'll, he's I'll not that guy. I doubt he is, but well, this is this is no, no, a, no not that this not is that a point. Litmus test moment. No, like, not he that defines point. Himself. I, I think that matters for the Greek freaks, for the 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 MBs, LeBrons. I don't think he's a tier two guy, and I don't think it matters because like no one is going to matter what, where his legacy, like his no, legacy about, doesn't matter. This is about matter. him. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. doesn't it, it, it like it doesn't impact him. Like we're not going to look ten. Ten years down the line, and back Bradley Bill didn't win a championship. Damn that guy! What about <laughs> like, Dame? Huh? What about Dame Lillard? Dame is in a different boat. He's a superstar. We but, do care yeah. if he wins or not. But he's still Bradley projected Bill, to so possibly so. resign in Portland, and they have no hope in sight. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Port- well, he's Dame's positioned himself in that weird thing where he's kind of in Portland, or ride or die, loyal, and he's kind of boxed himself in. Yeah. If he suddenly kind of you know suddenly pressures for a trade or a move it, it kind of like undercuts what he's been about what's better to you i mean is it better how the public bz in portland or what's your actual legacy going to be because right now he's not going to get mentioned with the staffs and everybody else of this era yeah i i agree with you i, I you know i'm i am a what's best for you guy my advice to beal my advice to dame willard is the way this league is constructed good teams win you know, individuals don't, and if you value winning, go where that can happen. Don't hold on to a, a pipe dream in Portland. Don't you know, waste your your days with the Wizards. Go to a team that can win because that's special. Winning at a high level is a special thing to be treasured and valued. And again, you may not make the exact top dollar, but you're not broke. You're not getting 30k to be a Laker. You know, you're <laughs> going to get millions of dollars. And again, I would love to know this because I don't know the answer to it. But but what is the true import of off court earnings? You know, being part of a, of a winning team. Like again, like Clay Thompson, like like Draymond Green. What are their off court earnings? And I have no idea. But you know, being part of this um, Warriors dynasty or era, there's got to be a transferable value to that. You know, and even if you look at Draymond, if Draymond had toiled. For the Hawks for the last nine years, and and been in the playoffs three times, we wouldn't know. His, we he doesn't have a podcast. He doesn't have all we this other him. stuff. We wouldn't know. And him. that's what I'm going. Like Bradley Beal toiling away in Washington, 
doesn't matter. If he gets somewhere where it matters and rises to that moment and performs, and I'm not saying he's the Greek freak, but if he becomes a guy that you get him in a playoff or a finals and he's hitting shots and playing well in big moments, that's different for him. Could he be the best player in a series? Uh, absolutely Even not. better yet, no. the best player no, on a championship winning not. team? No. Then he's not worth that deal. No, I, I agree with you. It's not worth the deal. But my my what I'm saying for Bradley Beal is, is, is there a way, if I'm taking less money or whatever it takes, to get to a team that I could then win? Now, now, now the overall, and it has already been reported, that's initially who MB wanted. And actually, Darren Morey Bradley actually Beal. confirmed yeah, confirmed mm-hmm. it that they, the, trade, the, move. the trade was done okay. for Bradley Beal. Okay. Like, the trade was done. And what how he phrased it was, you know, the player we had in mind, you know, something happened, which was he, he got injured and was out oh, for the rest okay, of the okay, year. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And we felt like we needed to make a move now right. for Embiid and things like that. So gotcha. I and I think that now with that, you know, I think he fits better with Embiid and he's a second star. And I think he can I think that's his role, a yeah. second star on a on a championship contender. I think contender we're team. all in agreement on that. He's yeah. not a number yeah. one on, yeah. a, on a championship caliber team. But, but you can get but 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 then you can get paid as a number one. Like who remembers number twos on non, you know, like on regular Playoff teams and and maybe one championship here too. Nobody remembers the number two, number three guy. No, and I'm not making the argument that that cast your your legacy for perpetuity. So why not get the huge bag? If I'm bills, my point is I'm taking the bag. If I'm bills, I know you would. But no, (laughs) no, but that's not for every player. That's not for me. If I'm Dame, I'm I'm going to leave for a winning opportunity. If I'm Greek freak, if I'm this, I'm that. But if I'm you know, if I'm Jalen Brunson, if I'm Bradley Bill, if I'm those guys, I'm going to take the bag because nobody cares about me. Nobody really. But it's caring about yourself that I'm talking about. And if you, like to. You can't buy being on the Warriors and winning a title. You can't buy that. Like, to be in that moment, to experience that. The rest of the league is sitting at home, and you're putting away the Celtics, and you're on that floor existing in that moment, rather than eight years of winning 40 to 32 games. That's fucking miserable. I mean, if I leave the JCC with a losing record, I don't have a good day. That's who I am. But if you want a bag, take it. And, I, you know, it, it's everybody's choice. You do what you want. The problem now is we live in an era with social media where people are easily accessible. So now you go to a new team, you go chase the bag, but then now the fans are going to be pissed off with you because you don't live up to those expectations for the massive deal. So now people are cussing you out, tormenting you on social media every day. They're fucking destroying your fucking house or doing all types of crazy <laughs> shit. You know? yeah. Dude, I, and, I, and, I, and I, again, I, that it's a quality of life issue too. Like, like, Think about Clay Thompson. Like, who hates Clay Thompson? Who's taking a shit in his front yard? Nobody like, does. Like versus Jalen or Julius Randle. You know, and he like his first year in New York, he was kind of vibing with the city. They loved, it was, him. They loved him. And like, you know, next year, dude, you're a bum. You're whatever. Get your stupid kid out the freaking court and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, it's it's crazy like that. But you know, I mean. You, know, you could put your headphones on or your earpods in and forget that this is happening, but that's a quality of life issue too, man. Yep. They only love you till they don't. Yeah. What do that I mean? You'll see these like commercials and pseudo inspirational things. It's like you know, they'll say you can't take the money to the grave, but you know, you you like the experiences you have in your life. And again, this is all in a context that nobody's broke. 
Nobody's poor. <laughs> you know, I get it. If you're, you know, if you're, and I just watched a Disney movie on the Greek freak the other day. You know, if yeah, you're, a great movie. if you're, you know, an illegal immigrant in Greece and you're sharing shoes with your brother, you know, fuck, give me the Max with the Wizards. You know, I'll take it. This is better. <laughs> but if it's take the Max with the Wizards or take 25% less and be a buck on, on a playoff team, dude, make your decision, live your life. But, Think about that. Should the Wizards let him walk and just do a complete rebuild? Because honestly, you've yeah. seen what Bradley. No, 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 no. You have to sign the trade. You have to get something for him. That's been your number one asset for the past <laughs> X amount that. of years. But what are you going to You get? just can't let him walk. <laughs> you can get a lot of stuff. You can get anything. I don't, it don't matter what you get. You have to get something. For you can get you Tobias can't Harris. Let Bradley Bill move. You can definitely I, get I mean, I, I'd rather have a, a, a sack of Bubba's condoms than <laughs> 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 hey, hey, man, we're trying to offer you just about anything right That's now. That's a great suggestion. I love that. No, suggestion, like, what, what, what if he? But can, no, seriously. What if? What? Okay. What if? What if they? What if they could? He could get to the Bucks for Chris Middleton and some pieces. Yeah. And I mean, and that's uh, just thinking uh, yeah. without thinking about fin- the the, the finesse of it. Yeah, yeah. That's a. Fairly good trade on both sides. Yeah. I would do it Agreed. on both sides. Yeah. There's there's positives to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fine. I, he he can get to a better situation. We know that. I, I, if he I, wanted you know, to, he can get to a better situation. If I'm advising him, that's what I'm telling him. To do. Yeah. You that's want to know who I point. think is a good player for him, and they have the pieces to get him if they wanted to. Golden State. You mean to tell me he could offer for Bradley Beal? You're saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. you have Kaminga, you have Wiseman, you have those first round picks, you have Moses Moody, who they just drafted, all still a prospect. They kicked around the tires. Uh, yeah. uh, prior. Um, I mean, Jordan sure. Poole, for that matter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, they, 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 the Warriors are in a really special position. Playing with uh, money. Yeah. No, they are. I mean, They're going to they lose are. a couple of players, but they have some to replace them already on the roster. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. And I'm not – I mean, again, I, I, if Wiseman were truly something special, special, we would know it by now. But he remains intriguing. Like, you know, an athletic seven-foot guy to a team that's undersized, like that becomes a piece that, that has some value. Yeah. And, and could really help them on the court. And, it, you know, I, they're in a wonderful position. Think how scary that team is because of Wiseman just pans out. And they just won a title with Looney. Just, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's insane, the, what, you know, the possibility there. But, yeah. Now, now uh, uh, another thing, just to close the loop on this, what I wanted to talk about, because Pink had a good point about the uh, NBA Max contracts. Yeah. Remember we were talking about how you think it's just it's structured wrong. Yeah, I, I think like uh, I, th- I saw a graphic the other day. Like, like uh, I think the five highest paid guys for next year, like three of them are really bad situations. Yeah, you know, it, it's Westbrook, Westbrook and I, yeah. I think Harden was technically listed there. It was Steph, but but the, the the way these contracts are, your super max increases with your years of service in the league. And again, surprise! Who is like the player's president? Chris Paul, like forty-five years old. And, and, and so, <laughs> and so you have this thing, and it, it's really corrupt, and it kills the teams because you're obligated to sort of pay these super max deals for the at the absolute max. I mean, a super max for John ja Morant is less than a super max for James Harden or some guy in his thirties. And you know, then we're looking at these ridiculous numbers of a mid-30s guy in clear decline set to make $45 million in a season. That's ridiculous. That kills these teams. And that's what, I mean, the Lakers are dealing with it, uh, you know, and, and uh, I guess the, the, the Sixers may have dodged a bullet with it. But, but it's just a horrific scenario. I mean, you guys' prime years are the, the mid to late 20s, and that, that, that's not the prime earning area under the structure of – league business 
and the teams are growing are going to grow to hate it. And these opt-ins, like it'd been better if he's a free agent at that. Like contracts over, there's no option. It's you know we've we've done our business. Goodbye, Russ. Good whatever. But the fact that he could literally hold you hostage yep. for another forty million dollars <laughs> is ridiculous. And we haven't even mentioned John Wall, who's finally free. But I, I literally saw a graph. I think he played forty-five games mm-hmm. on over a four-year span in which he was making between thirty and forty plus million dollars a season. That's ridiculous. There's yeah. just too much dead money in basketball. Did, 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 did Pink single-handedly fix the NBA Max contract? <laughs> I, I love that. I, I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's, you know it's what I mean? very different. Definitely to, not wrong. Need to pay the younger guys. Because at that point, you've seen the guy for three to four years, right? So you, you know, know if he's worth a super max. You know if yeah. Ja and all these guys. And on the flip hand, you know if Wiseman is worth it or not. Like So it's not like you're going to get sidetracked or yeah. sidelined with some outrageous deal. Yeah. And on the back end, like you said, these older guys, they just don't, they, they're just not worth that max contract deal. So yeah. they just simply need to reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that really, yeah. it, it, it needs to, the years of service shouldn't matter. Right. In a max contract, I agree. Right. A max contract, and it, it should be like I, I do like the component of it where where some of the kickers on the stuff is is connected all NBA, to all NBA performance. Yeah, so it's your present performance and guys who like miss an entire season due to injury or whatever. You know, theoretically, in that they they should be sort of punished as it were for that, and that's that's fine for me. You know, it, it, it's just I hate the dead money and I hate the, the way that these, some of these contracts just hold teams hostage. It all just comes out of desperation because you get these general managers that feel the pressure from up top to go ahead and to make these pushes. I'm a Orlando Magic fan, and we still recently had like paid off Gilbert Arenas. He hasn't been on the team for several years, and even when he was on there, he was a bad contract, one of the highest-paid contracts in the league, and he had a bum knee. So I wholeheartedly agree with your point in regards to restructuring this deal because, I mean, now yeah. you're able just to – Put it on the books, you're stretching it out, but still you're just paying millions upon millions of dollars for these bum players. Right, right. Did Gilbert Arenas actually play games for the Magic or no? He did, but... Like very brief, right? No, it wasn't that much. Right, I just I was thinking, it's like ridiculous, man. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I, and I'm not a fan of the luxury tax either. I think that's absurdly punitive. But that's a, it's a better, it's better than the NFL. It's a, it's well, a, but it's, ju- justify it to me, because I think it's nonsense. Yeah. You said justify it? To me, yes. I mean, well, <laughs> you, well, you don't want a hard cap. You don't want a hard cap. No, I don't want a hard cap. I want, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want, so, I want European soccer. Anybody buy can, you want. Yeah, but you can't have that. Why not? Because then stack teams. You like you don't mind stack teams. I love I didn't, stack I teams. I hated the Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. I know, it scarred you. To find man. a small loophole. Traumatized you, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the one year where the cap went up but, X amount but of money. Here's what I, I, I hate. Here's what I hate, though. I hate that the Warriors may have to kind of disband this current group. Not necessarily, because. Not necessarily, but they, they, they may have to. No, they will have to. They I mean, have to. Right now, I think because of where they're at and how they built up that franchise, like right now, I've seen something where I think they're going to be paying like north of like four hundred million for like the luxury tax, and I just think that they have the ability to do it. They have the money, and right now they're coming off a championship as a popular brand. I mean, I think that they they seem like they're one of the franchises that has a rich owner that's actually willing to invest into their team. But 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 again, it goes to the luxury tax, like that payroll. It's I've heard anywhere between four and five hundred million dollars yeah. without the luxury tax. That could be like maybe three, and like why are we because of penalties? We, yeah, yeah. But why why are we having a punitive system? Because what, what, you, what, what does that benefit? You have to penalize these teams for why? going over the cap. Why? 
because you, you we don't want extremely stacked teams. You want more competitive balance in the league. That Kevin Durant, listen, nobody was beating that team in the history of mankind sports. Some other teams no stack teams. it up and I think get the, the right guys. Like word. There are no other right guys to get. No, and then then you have two to three teams in the entire league. And that's that's all you have anyway. Really. No, it's not. We literally had a five year span of the Warriors going to the finals. I'm talking about that and literally has a chance Cavs. because of injuries and whatnot and whatnot. I'm talking about that literally has a chance. There were about five to six teams that literally had a chance right. this year, and that's okay. Okay, but then you're, now you're talking about two to three. That's a huge. It's difference. not necessarily two to three. Yes, if it's you not. if you say anybody can grab what they want to grab, then you're gonna have a team <laughs> sure. of LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George versus Curry, Duran, and 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 John Moran, and that's that's let too it, much. Let it, let it play out. No, because then the 76ers, nobody wants to come to cold Philadelphia mm-hmm. to play basketball. We're yeah. gonna get screwed. That's you know? see, no, that's why you have the luxury tax because it's not about this keeping the cap thing. Small markets. It's redistribution exactly. of of money to shitty markets that nobody wants to play in. Yes. So fuck that. People will play where there's good teams. No. Yeah. No, man. No, that's not it. No, it's then not take true. the teams out of those places. <laughs> Put the teams where in, people want to be. Las Vegas. Uh, Las sure. Vegas needs a team. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we again, we all watch the games on TV anyway. Like, it doesn't matter where they're being played. I mean, they can throw those damn things Yeah, but in, that's, uh, that's a lot of work to do, Pink. I, let's, I think you just keep it like so it is. So instead, we'll just buttfuck the Warriors' finances. Yes! They already have the, How many good players do you want? They have uh, they have enough good players, I, I'm not Pink. even saying add good, like more good players. I'm just saying let them naturally pay guys that have earned it. It's ridiculous that you're going to reach a decision on Jordan Poole, a player you identified and developed. Well, they may keep Poole, but they're going to lose. They're going to lose th- Otto that, Porter. They're going to lose Ephraim Payton Jr. They're going to lose you, Wiggins. You don't want to. You don't want to lose those guys. Yeah. That's my point. And the luxury tax makes more pressure that those guys get. Yeah, yeah, out a the lot board. of pressure, lot and of that's pressure. not good. Yeah. And a lot of those guys, like they flourish in that role. Jordan Poole, I- I'm assuming that relatively soon. Somebody's going to offer him a bag to go to a team, and he's a good player. He's not a great player, not unlike Jalen Brunson. They're not the same type of player, yeah. but the same level of player. Extremely I think somebody's going to overpay him to be the new Steph Curry, and you ain't the new Steph Curry. You're a different dude. They're going to hate you for it and whatever. But he has to take that opportunity. Probably so. Yeah. But if the Warriors had the ability, without the punitive tax and all the nonsense, to just pay this guy to be eventually the Steph Curry replacement because the transition has to occur there. Well, you could make a decision. You could you could move Wiggins to to, to pay pool. You could do but, that. But why? We we developed a very strong team. Why do we have to make those decisions? <laughs> those are the rules. We live in a world that has rules, Pink. Bubba. <laughs> we have to go by the rules. And I think this is a good rule. I think it's a terrible rule. That's my point. And narrow is the mind that can't see progress and reevaluate these things. <laughs> we can't just, hey, this is the rule. I mean, fuck, we had slavery, Bubba. <laughs> Somebody had to revisit that goddamn rule. I mean, we've got a lot of shitty rules. <sighs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, you have a duty to look at these things and say, hey, is this really doing what we wanted to do or not? And I, and I think the luxury tax is, is literally purely punitive. You started the off N- good with the, the max N- salaries. The, the, NBA, <laughs> the NBA needle moves with superstar players. That's what moves it. Nothing else does. Right. Redistributing money is not going to do it. it. You get a motherfucking dude, you can win. Yeah. And that's it. 
And so don't like, you know, again, Memphis got a guy. They might win something. The Warriors were dog crap for three decades. They get Steph. Now they win something. That's just, it's going to move around like that. System also played like a huge role because, I mean, I love Mark Jackson, but you could definitely see a difference between the Mark Jackson system, which is a little bit more just kind of free-flowing, just kind of go out there and jack a bunch of shots, to that system that Kerr has ran and he took from the Miami Heat, that he, not the Miami Heat, but the San Antonio Spurs and Popovich. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you there, I, and I do. And Steve Kerr, I mean, go back in time. You know, he, Phil Jackson was associated with the Knicks at that point when he was going to look for a head coaching job, and, and he wanted him there. And he was smart enough to realize this is not where I need to be. I don't need to be under Phil's thumb. I've learned things from him. I'm going to go to the Warriors. They have young core guys that can shoot, do things that I think are exciting. And he made that choice. And when he made that choice, he made that group better. Yeah, but I don't think that's a fair point. I don't like that point. What because, point? Uh, on Mark Jackson. Why? Uh, it's not. It's not fair. Comparison. They did him dirty. Why? Well, he didn't. Well, I'm just saying in comparison to Steve Kerr because he didn't get the play. He didn't get the coach. The developed guys, the guys who had developed into what they are. I don't buy that. That's I. What I you mean? He that. had him at twenty, twenty one, twenty two. That's I, not fair to judge. I, okay, I, his record was this, and they couldn't get over the hump here with Mark. And but now you're judging him versus twenty five, twenty six year old stuff, which clearly they're different it, players, it, different levels. It also goes to what Darnell talked about last week in the show. No, that, but the, the, the he coaching, was developing those players. He was. Mark Jackson was not, developing those not players to championship level. Curry, uh, not to championship when he, level. When Curry got those players, they were already what they are. He didn't do he, any further he, development. He, he just made, implemented he the made system. The right decisions. What, the, what right decisions are there to make? The system he implemented. But uh, other than getting Kevin Durant, what? what, what I mean, what? <laughs> they, that was well. They already won a title. Okay, okay. They and, already seventy three. And beating, and, and beating a, a LeBron list with with without without Kyrie, without Kevin Love, and uh, a short white guy who may or may not be in the league anymore, and Delavadova as the second best player. Like, what did he do other than that? It's 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 way more subtle than that. That's the thing. It's like, not more subtle yeah, it than is. that. No, it is 100%. You beat LeBron James no, no, with LeBron way, James. It's, it's way more and, subtle and, than that. And, and you and him and him and me, and that was the team. <laughs> that, that's It's way more subtle than that. It's not. It is. You like the, the Warriors became different when he got there. They became a more efficient team, a better team. The only thing I would say about Mark Jackson's tenure is he got a bad rap. I mean, aside from the owner, and there was a conflicting – views because you know Mark Jackson's a pastor the owner is homosexual and you know he got terminated from that after a clash but I mean you could see there was progression with that group even his last year coaching when they lost in the first round to the Clippers they had bad injury luck because that's the year that Andrew Boga got hurt and they still managed to take that stacked Clippers team of Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan to seven games so I mean, I just think I'm sure he was a religious asshole at that time. I think he's changed now. Now I think if he got an opportunity, he would change a couple of ways. But you know, he, if, he, 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 and, and I, I do, know, I do sure think then. he, I do think he's been done wrong by not getting another opportunity. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But again, you know, I mean, um, you know, for that matter, Doug Collins like made progress with the Bulls. Phil Jackson got him to another level. Like that coach matters, and it's and, and, and to get to different levels. Scotty Pippen doesn't matter. You, you, <laughs> like, like he you, was there before, huh? Year one, you got rookie year Scottie Pippen. I got that, and that was it. They, like, like, they like, had still, like he had run his course. Some guys are that. I know the history. And, and, and you, that. you, you should also be cognizant of your team had the shittiest coach in basketball in history of basketball for for, for a, a critical stretch of a talented di- uh, team. Yeah, 
And that's unacceptable. If you guys had the right guy. Yeah, but, that, but the history of the 76ers right now could be completely different. But we haven't had the right guy. So, I so it's no, it's nothing to compare it to. But but, other but, than, but you're saying other, be, other, because the Bulls, because the Lakers, because the the Warriors found the right guy, now we can't compare. But the, but, but but those who are solid coaches, like it's, 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 that was a that was just, that was just a bad analogy because No, it's not. It's because the, you're, 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 the, the that's, point they is were the competent difference coaches. That coaching can make. And you're underestimating that. But Mark Jackson is a competent coach, just like Steve competent, Kirk. but not exceptional. Got a quick question. Yes, for you. I agree with that. There you're, you go. You're a Philly That's fan. the difference. Is Doc the right guy for you guys? No, Doc. No, <laughs> no, he's not. No, but he's not a terrible coach. I've yeah. I've had terrible. Brett Brown is a god awful coach. No, no, and and but Doc okay. Rivers is not god awful. No, look at I, his playoff record. Though. I don't hate him. Huh? Look, at, look at his playoff record with his blown three one leads and even like leads when he's like had. Uh, two lead, uh, two games. But that's why done, the that's why he doesn't want him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, yeah. want him. Okay. I, I'm okay. not. No, no, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. no, he's not saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. Just, yeah. But my point with, with Kerr, and, and like he is a value add coach, and I think Mark Jackson's closer to neutral, and that doesn't mean you're incompetent. Like Scott Brooks, he was like a neutral coach. Yeah. He did not add value to the you know to the thing. Yeah. And that, the reality is that most coaches are just neutral. Yeah. Some are bad. A lot are neutral, but occasionally you have a, a value-add guy. Yeah. And, and, and that's that's difference-making. And here's the other thing, though. The value-add thing becomes a multiplier. because, And that's what Phil Jackson capitalized on. Once he did it with the Bulls, then he had the credibility when he steps to the Lakers to pull that and elevate that thing. Steve Kerr, if he chooses to, and I don't think he's going to be a long-term coach, just my gut feeling. But if, you know, if, if the Warriors run their course, he takes a few years off and goes to another franchise, he's going with a whole different level of credibility and value that he had when he signed with the Warriors first time around. He's going to bring the equity of these four titles and this run and this experience to the next franchise. And that's difference-making. Whereas Mark Jackson's just going to be kind of coming out of the blackballed woods or whatever the hell. And Doc Rivers, you know, leaving the Celtics, having won a championship there. there was, there, he was value-add. And then the repeated failures over the course of his career... He's now net neutral at best. Might be a negative. Yeah. No, 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 that's for sure, man. Uh, before we go to get to my next ad, I just want to close the loop on this conversation. Is there one move that you guys are looking forward to seeing in this NBA free agency um, and offseason? Honestly, I just want to see how the Bradley Beal thing goes because I don't think it's an automatic that he's just going to resign with Washington. And therefore, I want to see just like what contenders are ready to go there. And honestly, I want to see if he – could possibly find his way to Boston. Bradleyville to Boston? At the expense of what? I don't know. I, w- I think the Brown-Tatum thing has run its course. As, as crazy as it sounds, I know they just made it to a finals. That sounds quite crazy. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I'm Almost kinda... as crazy as a McDonald's lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, it's, yeah. What about you? Man, I'm just excited to see what Philadelphia does. I'm just, I'm a homegrown type of guy. Let Harden take a little bit of a discount. See if we can get some shooters around him. I don't think we should have traded Seth Curry last season. No, the big mistake. Find a way to dump Tobias Harris on the side of the I four. This is my type of guy. <laughs> he was from. He played in Orlando. He knows where the I four is. We can get him back down here for the summer league and just. We got to drag him all the way down the yeah. Eastern Seaboard. Or <laughs> get him there's out no here. interstates in Philadelphia. Nope. Take him back to the office. <laughs> he played down here. He knows where it's at. Oh, that's great. Um, 
Well, have any numbers been thrown around on what Harden might agree to yet? Uh, no, right? it's going to be somewhere like he could have, right? So he could have what opted in for 48. Uh, the number reported is between, it's going to be between 30 and 35. Okay, that's about um, what I would figure. That's yeah. not bad. No. Mm-hmm. What is, uh, speaking of Seth Curry, what's his situation? Is he available as free agent or is he still under contract with Brooklyn for I a while? I think he's still under contract. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Drummond is a free agent. Can bring him back. I would want to. I know you were quite fond of him. I didn't say that in jest. But oddly enough, (laughs) he didn't play well for the Nets. Uh, Matter of fact, he found hard to get on the floor in the playoffs. Yeah. So I don't know. know? Well, the Celtics don't play a lineup that that really plays to him. But Robert was kind of injured that that series, that particular series, Robert Williams. So then they went small and Grant was stretching him out. So yeah. 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 And even a healthy Williams, he's he's just a different type of player. I'm not saying they can't match or give each other trouble, but like he's more of a live body, active long guy. Drummond's more just like a, at this point, like a space eating monster. (laughs) It's just a different thing. And the kid Williams is a defensive stud. Yeah, no, I really fantastic player. I really enjoy him. All righty then. What I want you guys to do is make sure you guys look up the Ace League. Ace League is the number one uh, summer pro-am league uh, down south here. Uh, it is right here in Orlando, Florida. You can look up Ace League, uh, Orlando.com or AceLeague.com. I'm pretty sure it's AceLeagueOrlando.com. And you can look up the schedule. They're on IG. They're on Facebook. I mean, it is just an atmosphere full of great basketball with pro players, whether it's NBA, overseas, got some college guys, and just some really good hoopers. What you say, Pink? Oh, I'm all for the Ace League, man. It's it, it's a great atmosphere. Uh, you're absolutely right. Will, the, the founder of the league, he's, you know, on the mic during the games, Rucker Park style, talking trash. Um, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, you know, you, you see anybody who's sort of connected to basketball in any way in the gym, and uh, it's great. Well, Edron James was out there the other night. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Shout out to Edron. Yeah. And there you have it, man. Ace League, aceleagueorlando.com. Check them out. Ace League on IG, Facebook. And everywhere else, man. I should have phrased that as Edger and James and I were out there. Like <laughs> <laughs> we rolled out together. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. Uh, the next thing I wanted to get to with you guys here, man, is um, they are they have released. Oh no, hold on. <laughs> they have released their uh, the ESPN uh, released their uh, quarterback rankings, if you will. And uh, Sam Alchard, I don't know if you guys know, he's a former player. Uh, his, his quarterback rankings, and he got he had Josh Allen at number one over Mahomes. Well, over Mahomes. was uh, the and we <laughs> back to that hot take thing is he didn't even have Mahomes in the top five. He right? didn't mm. not in the top five. Yeah, see yeah, that yeah. So, okay. So, so so run me this list. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna run you the list here uh, uh, in one second. But yeah, he did not have him in the top five. He had Josh Allen number one. Justin Herbert, number two. Matthew Stafford, number three. Stafford. Wow. Aaron Rodgers, number four. And Joe Burrow, number five. You're not I can argue with five, right? I'm going with the five. <laughs> that's, you, like, you like Burrow? You, that, that Burrow five? Oh, that's my guy. No, no, I just like number five, Burrow. Oh, Burrow, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you don't I'm, see I'm the T-shirt? Burrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at that. Nice, yeah. nice. The, uh... I'm, nah, a Burrow, I mean, I, I'm a Burrow I, over Herbert guy. Herbert, you know. Herbert at two is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, does that guy want to flag football league anyway? I mean, 
dude, that, that's nonsense. He's a good. He's he's, he's a, he's good, a young good young talent. Yeah, You're yeah, not yeah. number two in the National Football League. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'll say Stafford's um, too high at three too. Hundred percent. This guy was. He was, just won the Super Bowl. This, it doesn't matter. You can't. Eleven be, years of okay, losing, and he got one. We're gonna put Herbert at number two for winning nothing, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Stafford at number three because There's after no twelve years of nonsense, he's yeah. won a Super Bowl yeah. on a loaded team. With a defensive stop. Yeah. I mean, come on. That the ref shouldn't have called. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And, and looking at that, I didn't even want to focus on him not having Mahomes in. I just wanted to focus on what you guys thought about and where, where, where the guys should rank on the list. I honestly do not have an issue with somebody putting Josh Allen number one. He's mm. a tremendous talent. Um, he played great last year. I know they lost him Mahomes in the playoffs, but you know anybody who watched the game, you, you couldn't have a fault with with what Josh Allen did on the field when it mattered. They you know, destroyed he did the Patriots in the first round. Destroyed the Patriots. Uh, you know, you can make that argument. I I cannot accept an argument that doesn't have Pat Mahomes in the top five. For me, that's just doesn't fly. I love Joe Burrow. I think he's right up in the mix. Aaron Rodgers remains like periodically brilliant. But I don't like the consistency of his play to necessarily be automatic top five. I would put Brady in there because he's still he's still so steady with what he does and delivers. Um, and then the fifth guy, for me, um, I, I, I mean, I, I would just have to kind of kick the tires on on probably you know give another look at Aaron Rodgers, um, give back to back uh, MVP. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just eh, there's just. He's faltered a couple times when it matters, and that bothers me. That sticks with me. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying he doesn't, you know, he may well be five, but I'm just kicking it. I'd have him ahead of Bear and and, uh, who who is the other guy that they had in that? Burrow. Burrow I'd I'd have in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like him. Stafford. I I would probably put Rodgers Rodgers in front of Stafford. So Rodgers might well be my five. How do you guys size it up? He's a big packer. Aaron Rodgers is number one to me. <laughs> yeah, he'll always be number one. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. You can't, is you the, can't homer your way through the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't. So we're, we're, not a, say, we're not asking for Kendrick Perkins, <laughs> right? So I would say if you're talking strictly regular season, Aaron Rodgers is probably one or two or three back to back MVP. But you're not. Strictly but if you're season. but if you're talking, who does that? Well, that's what he does. That's <laughs> 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 my man. I'm a fan. He breaks my heart every Fair time enough. around January. I I know what it feels like to be. That's what he does. <laughs> um, but I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I think okay. he's tremendous. Rocket arm. He's taking that team to another level. Just what you were saying. If you watch that playoff game, he didn't lose the game for them. The defense fucking lost the game. And that's the defense I was ranked number one all season. Yep. 13 they, seconds, man. Yeah, that's they, wow. They couldn't do shit to stop it at the end. So I like him. I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. Um, but Mahomes has to be there. Like, Easily. there's no way you don't. And they faltered a little bit throughout the season. You saw them going. The, the scoring drought, and they couldn't really get the ball moving, and people started playing eight coverage against him, and that kind of shut things down for a little bit. But that guy's tremendous. So this dude must be trying to take a hot take on garbage because there's no way you don't put that man up there. You I said this just, is Sam Acho and his brothers. He played Emmanuel. defense, so what does he know? That guy might be one of the most annoying broadcasters on the planet. <laughs> the way he talks. Yeah. And, like, repeats himself over and over again. It's like a really bad church preacher. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle that. I, I've been to church a few times. I'd stay away. He always has those but sharp like, suits. You'll have a too. guy, yeah, yeah. But you'll have to like he'll read like you know a sentence from the Bible, 
Then he'll read it again. He'll read it a little louder. It's like, all right, I got it, man. You know, I learned how to read in kindergarten. I haven't forgot. Right. We're good, man. Can we move to the next sentence? But he has that that dramatic delivery. But when you strip away the delivery, the substance is pretty mediocre. Yeah, I think he's overrating the value of Tyree. I think that's the reason why he's probably taking Mahomes out of the top five, just because that. he's not going to have. Tyreek as a weapon, but I mean, at the same time, they're more deeper at the wide receiver position because they managed to bring Marcus Valdez-Scantling. They've got Sky Moore in the draft. You know, even um, the kid out of Clemson that had the issue, I'm trying to think. Watkins, uh, is he still there or no? No, he no, went no, to no, the no, Packers. No. Okay. Uh, Ross, I think he had the spinal issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He Okay. If that kid ends up staying healthy, that kid is going to be a steal for Mahomes. And he, plus, he's still got Travis Kelsey. I mean, and do you still have Hardman, too? Yeah, Michael? they still got Hardman. He's super fast. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, he's not without weapons. I mean, that's a little overstated. I mean, I, I like Tariq Hill probably a little bit more than you do as far as the impact he had for a the lot Chiefs. More. But I, I don't uh, you know, I don't think he's yeah. in a situation where like you know, Tom Brady's last year with the Patriots. Yeah. He's got a really long quarterback now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. a diehard Chiefs fan, uh, just like I'm a diehard 76ers fan. Uh, but it's not a homer being Mahomes is number one. But I think he's going to prove to everyone what level of quarterback he's on because, yeah, I, I think that that, that – I've said this from day one, not day ten. Tyreek is his, – his importance is well overstated um, to the point where when teams started going eight coverage, it pretty much took Tyreek mm-hmm. out and he could only do reverse sweeps and things like that because his route running is poor. His route running is poor. He doesn't he doesn't go over the middle. He's a fly guy or reverse guy, and that's, that's pretty it. much it. That's he's a, he's a two trick pony. I guess it's a better than the one, one trick pony. pony and uh, <laughs> and more, uh, you the more, know the more tricks your pony has, the better. <laughs> he's going. To, I think he's going to do good in Miami. He's not going to you know fall off the face of the earth. But I think Mahomes will be his best. He will thrive off of he will be his best. accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you talking about Tyreek? Can we take a moment to talk about Mike Tomlin on that podcast? Oh, was great. What do you say? He said a lot of stuff, but but like I watched that whole thing. I love that guy. Like he just like his views on the game, his views on just like leadership, and it was like he put on an hour and a half clinic. I was just literally blown away. I've always been like a. You know, a, a casual fan of his. They just yeah. seem like a good dude. Respect the success he's had. But that podcast, like, elevated him, like, way up. I always love hearing him talk, man. Yeah. And the way he handled the Antonio Brown situation when it happened, I mean, I just, you know. Even how he handled in the podcast, like, talking about the time him they had together. Like, he, the, he didn't trash him. But he let you know that things had changed. Yeah. And he brought in stories from when he was young and, and had a kid. And, and, you know, like literally his kid would stay at Tomlin's house sometimes. Dude, it was, th- that guy is like among the best people on the planet. Fuck Mother Teresa. She's overrated. <laughs> I want to hate him so bad because Don't he's you- a coach for a division <laughs> rival. But, I mean, this this man has never had a losing season. He even won with Duck Hodges at quarterback when Ben was out. <laughs> and then just hearing him on that podcast, I, I respect the man. He has oh some gosh. of the best quotes ever. We want volunteers, not hostages. Oh, man. It's one of the best quotes Dude. ever. And, and he even explained why he speaks in, like, these catchphrase quotes. Because he doesn't want you to, like, have all of him. He keeps something to himself. And he's able to come up with these things that deliver messages that that are, that are connected and, and get his point to. across. Yeah. 
It, it's amazing. And I, I remember reading, too, this was years ago, it was a basketball coach was talking, and he goes, when you're at a successful team culture or structure, what you'll have is is the people end up talking the same language. You create a language. There's a shorthand of things that you say that mean more than just that two or three words. And like Tomlin seems to have like mastered that. And I'm sure like you know, anybody that's played it for him for any duration of time, those you know multitude of little catchphrases and sayings and everything, they probably resonate in those guys' souls for the rest of their life. You know what I uh, what I like about that is I didn't know he said something about uh, Tony Brown's kid. You know, they, they, yeah, it's something about that because even Brady was like Brady uh, let Antonio and you know stay stay yeah, there. So, what's what's yeah. going on with Antonio? He doesn't have house. <laughs> <laughs> he's staying at everyone else's kids are staying with everybody. He, he's not housebroken. I don't know. And then afterwards, and then after after the house stay, shits on the people that he was. Yeah, yeah people that just had him in the wild. home, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, guys are going like to an extra level to you know to, what I mean. To help Bring him out, yeah. and then he's like just crapping on him, man. That's oh, just like, man. and I don't know, like that's like you know, I don't know. It's just a weird thing, like when somebody extends that much to you, yeah. to to like actually kind of go at them in a negative way. I don't, I just don't understand that. Just personal code wise, I don't think I could do that. I agree with you a thousand percent. No, no, not at all. All righty, let's get to um um our second sponsor here, man. If I can find it here, here it goes. Uh, make sure you guys remember Royal13thebrand.com, our second sponsor here. Uh, you know, if you want to be fly for the summer, the summer is here. You go to Royal13thebrand.com, find all your gear, use promo code BubbaPink for your discount there at Royal13thebrand.com. And no pink, I keep forgetting to order my shorts. You will be the first person to know. Summer's gonna be over, man. <laughs> By the time I get them, you, you can't rock those. You can't rock those after Labor Day, my friend. It definitely has a time step yeah, on. It's, it's game over, man. Uh, uh, but lucky for us, uh, Royal Thirteen, they rotate, man, as the seasons go. <laughs> so you can always be. But fly. that's a special item right there. You belong in those. <laughs> I want you in those for the Ace League final. <laughs> oh yeah. Order up, man. <laughs> I might even pay fifty percent. All right. <laughs> the time has come for uh, Coach Pink, man. We do a segment uh every week uh this is this segment here is three weeks strong it is a starter bench with coach pink so what we do is the crazy stories and entertainment and sports uh he i give him a topic he can start it which means talk about it or bench it um and we move on to the next one we give him a minute afterwards we kind of judge him on his takes all right so let me cue up my clock here and then uh okay all right, so Pink, what did I have this week? Oh, here we go. Uh, we were just talking about it, man, Mahomes and Allen. So uh, the Chiefs-Bills, the game, is being uh, it's being nominated, man, uh, for the best game of last year, right, out of all sports. Out of all sports? Out of all sports. Um, let me see, and I want to make sure I get the right, I get the right one. Uh, for the ESPYs, best game of the 2022 at the ESPYs is being nominated. All right, what what chance do you think it has to win as far as best game of last year? I, I can't think of another game close. I mean, to me, that's hands down unanimous decision. I, no other game seems close. No, I mean, maybe second leg Real Madrid beating Manchester City, but still doesn't compare. Mm. Nothing. No, that's it. That's simple. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you, does another game jump to your mind? No, uh, 
no other basketball games have been that intriguing. But you, when you, okay, so when that game happened, you you recognized that it ended and the Chiefs won, but you did not want it to end. No. You wanted to just keep that going, and you knew immediately that you saw something special. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, the the other, and again, not not the only other time, but I remember watching the infamous uh, Duke Kentucky game with Christian Leitner hitting the the shot. Mm-hmm. Watching that game, like you literally, the second that ended, you knew you saw something special for the ages. And I felt that way watching that playoff game. All right, time. I kind of skipped what we were doing there, but <laughs> we'll get to going here. Uh, Amazon Alexa. Yeah, bench that. I <laughs> All right, we're Alexa, that topic. Alexa, fuck off. <laughs> Rare health condition. Could be creepy, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully I don't have it. All right, all right. So there is a woman. Hold Good, on. I don't have it. <laughs> man, I had all of this stuff queued up, man. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so there's a woman in another country. I wanted to get the direct country, but I know the story. So she has a rare health condition to where she's like uh, uh, births a lot of children, right? So without getting fucked? No, no. so she's she's very (laughs) easy. It ain't that rare, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she has over forty kids. So so she has the most kids in the world as far as you know natural births are concerned. And time out. out These are. Like her kids, not adoptions. But but they're like, uh, are they coming out in twos and threes? Yeah. Okay, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. So she has quite a few uh, sets of, of twins and yeah, triplets. You, you can't have forty nine month pregnancies. I mean, she <laughs> she holds the world record for the most children. She was warned by doctors she could suffer severe health problems if she ever stopped giving birth. Really? Yes. So what do you think about that, my man? That's Could super... you date someone like that? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle to bring McDonald's for my kids. Right? <laughs> I don't need 40. We're not trying to go 9, 10, 12 times to that. I mean, come on, man. No way. Who wants to date that? Have you, I, clearly, you're not a father. You haven't been around a pregnant chick. That's not pleasant, man. Just let me claim some of those kids around tax time. <laughs> <laughs> the government will just give me a, like 10 grand or 100 grand. Right Please. No, that, that, that would be an absolute nightmare. Like, it's, dude, it's not fun being around pregnant chicks. There's oh, no man. upside to it. None. Zero. They say, you know, it's better. The sex is better. It's not better. No. <laughs> You're positionally limited. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Bubba. Some people have fetishes, man. That's not mine. <laughs> I, I'd, rather be a, I'd rather be a foot guy. Time, man. Time. Yeah. Shout out to the foot guys, man. <laughs> Bus driver. That might have been a confession from Bubba. <laughs> but bus drivers? Yeah, bus driver. Oh, I don't care about bus drivers. (laughs) When I was in elementary or middle school, we had one bus driver. He was like the coolest bus driver ever. And then uh, he he got fired for using cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Baker Mayfield. Sure, why don't we kick that tire tire one more time? Yeah, one more time, man. So we actually talked about it a little bit last week. But Baker Mayfield came out and spoke, and they uh, directly asked him, man, would he be willing to come back and play for the Browns? And Baker Mayfield says, you know, I think that relationship has run its course, basically, you know, and um, not in his exact words, but it's basically what he said. What do you think about it? 
Uh, we talked about it last week. Uh, I get what he's saying. I still think he's posturing and, and trying to pressure them into moving him because that's what, what he wants, and it's honestly probably what's best for him. But if it comes down to Deshaun getting like a season-long suspension, I think Baker changes his tune. Opportunities so. knocking, and you can't pass that up. You got. I mean, if you're a player, you're nothing if you're not on the field. At the end of the day, you know you're you're not enhancing your brand. You're not you know enhancing anything by you know. I guess you are getting a bag. I mean, it seems to be the <laughs> thing. But now you got to play. You got to have yeah. a chance to play, even if it's just to play an audition for your next gig. Being on the field's irreplaceable. But I, I understand why he's saying it. No issue with it. You know, you got to try and do as much as you can. Plant a few dead hookers at Deshaun's place. <laughs> <laughs> Massage <Time>. gone wrong. <laughs> Time, man. What, what do you guys think, man, about anything that he, he he had to say there? The only thing I would say about the whole Baker thing, I think the Browns kind of did him dirty. I think that they shouldn't have been putting him out there when he had that bum shoulder. I think that they also should have moved Baker a long time ago just to give him an opportunity to land on a new team to be able to have a better chance of success, whether it's with the Seahawks or whether it's with the Carolina Panthers. I think the crazy thing is with Deshaun, I'm hearing today that there's a possibility that he doesn't get a lengthy suspension that is looking like about four to eight games. Mm -hmm. And that's almost like the worst all around in a weird way because it's like they kind of almost need Baker at that point for those four to eight games, and then they're not going to need him. You know, yeah, I don't know. That's funky. Yeah, they got brisket at quarterback. Jacoby? Yeah. Oh. He's, he's not brisket. the worst. He's not the worst possible option. But, you know. I'd rather have him than what? What's the what's the helmet guy from the Steelers? Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah. 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 Get you know. The options aren't great there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a nickname, helmet guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only remarkable thing he did on the football <laughs> his entire career. Best thing he ever threw. <laughs> Up there a Most accurate in the butt phone. I agree with you completely. I mean, I thought they really should have. When they, when they went all in to go for Deshaun, they should have moved Baker. It's the right thing to do by yeah. players and give them the best opportunity. Do any of you guys think that Seattle rolls into the regular season with their current batch of quarterbacks? I hope not. Julak is not a good quarterback. No. I think they, I think they do. And I, do think they, really? I think they want to tank for one more year, see what they can find in the draft. And um, if not, then they'll make a big trade towards the middle or, now, or off season next year. Is there like a consensus number one player for next year's draft? I, I'm not off the top of my head. I don't know. Yeah, so there Who? is. Well, well, th- there's the Bryson guy, the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he's that, the, he's consistent number one. He ain't the dude. But um, I I call me crazy, man. I think our guy's going to make a huge push. Who's our guy? Anthony Richardson. No. I think he's going to make a huge. I know you say no. No, not, I mean not for the top pick of the draft next year. I think so. Well, you'll see. You can be wrong. Uh, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, just want to quickly close the loop, uh, uh, tell you quickly about the two topics you passed on. So Amazon Alexa, they are uh, bringing your dead relatives back to life. What? So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You, you will be able to pick the voice. Of your 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 great grandmother, grandmother, uh, your mom. Do you have to have like a stockpile of Tupac recordings of your grandma? <laughs> get all possible words and responses. That's uh, yeah. So you could choose yeah, any relative of, of the past, and they're they're rolling that out. And uh, could you choose somebody else's confident. dead relative? It's <laughs> a, a great question, man. You'd be really amused to, to uh, get, get my morning news from Hitler's mother. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> Um, and then the bus driver, um, 
got arrested. He didn't know that his gummy snacks were actually weed gummies. <laughs> yeah. You weren't so, one of <laughs> bus driver. So, um, <laughs> At least we were doing cocaine, man. He's wow. been charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment. Oh, for each for kid. Black, the bus is for, full. Yeah, for He's blacking scared, out man. behind the steering wheel. <laughs> He says he Holy crap. he ate he ate uh, he ate twelve gummies just eating them back to back before he, he found that he was getting. He Where had no I idea. And if you not? never had any weed gummies, one is well more than enough. But like I mean, if the gummies aren't coming out of like the Haribo bag, like what are you thinking? Like who eats? Just no, they they gummies? have they have they have all of these different packages, especially where he was at because they were rolling through. Um, I want to say you said Denver is the place. So it's like, you know, they, places that where it's legal at and they sell it all the time, I'm pretty sure they have all the type of unique packages. Probably does look like a candy pack. Probably did. Did but they where, prove it was where? his? Huh? Did they prove it was his? Or like, who's to say that he didn't no, get set up by one of the kids? So he was literally just arrested. So all we have is his statement saying he didn't know. But that, so see, he that, hasn't gone through that the criminal That seems super weird, though. Proceedings. That's what I'm saying. Where is that going? Like, I get, like, you could go to the dispensary and probably buy a bunch of exotic weed gummies. Yeah, but you can go to like you know Walgreens and buy the regular gum. I mean, or in Colorado, do you have like the weed gummies right next to the regular gummies in the same aisle? I mean, come on, that seems ridiculous. Seems like a good defense. He is a But then my other point is like, if if like you somebody, take a new clients? It, yeah, I've always man. <laughs> Wreck a car, give me a call. Um, but no, like if you're sitting there, like if somebody just gives you random gummies that are not like they're maybe like a generic plastic bag like come on man. <laughs> how naive do we have to be you have a duty not to be an idiot give this guy the book man. Throw him away. <laughs> Throw him away. Yeah. oh man well um uh, uh any other uh sports topics you guys want to want to talk about before we switch lanes here no i think we got it covered all right We've done it. We've got to cover it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I did want to cover before we move. Uh, was fantasy football? You guys play fantasy football? Oh, big time! Die hard. Are you Die guys hard? You're looking at the fantasy football champion. Really? Semantics. So semantics. I'm, call it what you Time want. Out. Call it. It's not semantics. How is the champion you're, semantics? You're, you're looking at the guy who gets fleeced every year in fantasy no, football. No, 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 no. In trades, he will fucking trade you <laughs> his kid for a player look. that's hey, on the bench. He is the guy <laughs> no. you want to talk to if you are trying to screw someone over. Here's how he ended right up winning here. last year. He's right Normal here. Normal fantasy leagues they cut off at week 17. Guess what? There week 17, go. that's the last time that you actually have active players playing. This, this guy, guy commissioner of the league, dirtbag, sets it up for week 18. <laughs> hey, that's I'm scrambling the waiver wire. You knew. Trying to find people I never heard of trying to play. I had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase when it went oh, off against Kansas God. City. Cry I easily would have won. Hey, watch this. You ready? How many times have you won this league? Hey, hey, hey. We're not not never, about that. ever. <laughs> never won. Four-time champion, so you got one excuse. What's the other three? Hey, hey. from past experience, it is very suspect when the commissioner wins. <laughs> Thank you. It's interesting. I'm the commissioner in the league that Pink and I played in every yeah. year, and I won last year. There you go. And it's always complaints because, yeah, I do switch up a couple of things every year. But everyone can clearly see, they get notifications if they read their you know, fantasy football apps about what us, is being changed. Some of us work full time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're committing and yourself not, to this league, not from man. home. <laughs> you're committing yourself to this league. I'm doing that as a bro. Learn the rules, man. <laughs> That's it, man. 100% agree. 100%. But that was my first, my first year winning in my own league. So. And the worst go. part is when you want to pass it off, nobody wants to pick it up. 
No. To be the commissioner. Bitch no, and complain, yeah. but boy, I ain't Especially when there's money involved, because you got to track down guys for money. You yeah, start breaking a... legs. It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start breaking legs. It gets, it gets like that, man. Yeah. It is. It's Some funny, of those guys are hard to track down. It man. is tough, man. Especially Changing the... phone numbers midseason. <laughs> 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 nah, you got to get, get the money before the draft, really. Otherwise, it's really, You think yeah. you can trust people, man. It just never nah, works out. Nah. Last year was my first year doing that. Usually I bled into, I mean, one year I didn't get it to the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's tough, man. It's People tough. lose interest in you know, like when they're not. What's that well. team? Yeah, that team yeah. two and. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, you're, you know, you're thirteen and one. It's, hey, is everybody paid up? <laughs> no, seriously. Let's put a lean on that guy's paycheck. <laughs> what 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 is what is your best strategy? Like going into the going into the fantasy draft. Do you have a set strategy, or are you got? The year I've won it, I actually drafted two quarterbacks back to back. And then you just wait for people to get desperate. You know. And then when you find them suckers who get desperate, you can fleece them for like a good running back and a, a pretty decent wide receiver. So you're an active trader in your league. Oh yeah. Okay, I barely ever make a trade. People just offer like you know shit, shit for stake trades. Right. Like, oh man, doing? I got a brother who is. <laughs> he is yeah, he is the definition of fucking. <laughs> Trash for treasure. But then they tell you how this motherfucker's going to go off in three to four weeks. But if you believe so hard, you stay with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and nobody's really committing to that. But I got a brother boy. He would. He'll give you every player on his bench for I your good I think you were the one who undermined my entire strategy. I had, uh, like, I had, I didn't have the turn pick at the end of the first round. Mm-hmm. But I was close to it. Yeah. And my whole plan, I was going to go Mahomes-Allen. And I went Mahomes, and I think you took Allen, took Allen yeah. and it didn't get back so to him. So he was going. He was going. I, w- I would have won the league if I did that. Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah. It works out, so, man. Yeah. If you get two solid quarterbacks, you can quarterbacks. figure out the rest of the guys here or there. So many running backs get hurt, man. To yeah. Where if you pick one high, and that's the way most people tell you to go, pick mm-hmm. running backs high. Pick, yeah. You, you know, get one get, they're going to get hurt, man. If you pick one that gets get whatever eight eight games out, yeah. you're done, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got to sure. get that backup. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, you get the Shit, backup in certain too. cases, you got to get two or three backups for these guys. And then, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah. And then it just kills your bench. Yeah, kills your bench, and then you're missing out on the quarterback. So yeah. No, I, I, I mean, strategy-wise, I mean, I haven't been tremendously successful, but I, I, I try to find like the, the the counterbalance of what people are doing. If people like open with that big running back run, which has happened many times, like yeah. I'm going to try to go value in another category, not fall in for the run. You know, or I, oh, you know, may, yeah. maybe you know, like whatever. Uh, you know, or maybe I'll try to be the first guy that goes tight end. Do you try to stack? Uh, like QB, wide receiver, QB, tight end? Do you try to stack your pair them? Both on the same team, you Yeah, mean? like let's say I did like Mahomes and like Kelsey or something As a like secondary thing, I, I do. It's not primary. It, it's really just tr- my first line is to like, like let me kind of go against the trend to get best value I can. But in the I would say to mid to later rounds, if I can conveniently – you know, package, I, I'll try to do that. Okay. Yeah. But again, I, I haven't been tremendously successful. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is all idle chatter. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's good stuff, man. Definitely when it gets close to that time, man, we'd love to have you guys back on. We could do a fantasy football show. Oh, it gets um, 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 for sure, man. Uh, you know, we're a few months You tell away. them what our fantasy football punishment is? No. It's a punishment. It? Yeah. If you, if you come in last, and I got a brother out there, you know who you are. You got to sit at the uh, Waffle House for 24 hours, and every waffle you eat decreases an hour of your time. I thought we were doing the Deshaun Watson one outside, like, the mm-hmm. Massage Envy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's next year. <laughs> we, we still need somebody to pay up this year. Wait, so, wait a minute. So, if you – I mean, it's probably – You don't want to be last. <laughs> if you knock down 24 waffles in an hour, you're free. Yeah. You seen the waffles at the Waffle House? I, I, I haven't You're going to fucking waffle. puke before I, you I get close to 24 waffles. I haven't waffles. been at the Waffle House in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I like Waffle House. Yeah. Man. 
But uh, yeah, ours is, uh, and we still have to do it. But uh, oh, I actually like this. This is clever last year. Yeah, Todd has to go through the uh, combine drills, so oh, he has to cool. run the forty. Yeah, that's, he has that's to, dope. Yeah, yeah, he has to do all of that stuff, man. So bench, bench two and a quarter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're not gonna put a limit on it. I don't know what Todd looks you know like, what, but no. I feel bad for him. <laughs> you know what? You know what my favorite combine drill is? Is the wide receiver drill where you have to run down the line and receive ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my way. Somebody always gets so. hit. <laughs> Got in the face. Yeah, like, yeah, because you know, you're not looking at it. You look the wrong way. No, no, that's cool, man. So we we'll definitely get you guys back on for that. Yeah, so for the remainder of the show, we're just gonna we're gonna riff a little bit on these last two topics. You guys can stay on it. You guys can can go on about your day. You know, here's your chance to eject. Yeah, man. It I'm might. gonna sit over there on the couch. My ass is hurting on this. Chair a bit. <laughs> all right, all right. Cool beans, yeah, man. Is, cool beans. Uh, what I want you guys to know is that Rob Frank, Rob Frank is throwing a four-on-four summer basketball jam. There's a $2,000 grand prize. Really? All right, so if you guys can hoop, you guys got a couple of friends that you know and you guys want to go through this tournament, you can win it, man, and win $2,000. All right, so what you want to do is you want to look up Rob Frank um, on IG or on Facebook. You can also comment, reach out to me, and I can get you more of the information. But it's right here on the screen. It's 4 versus four why All is right. it 4v4 uh because that's just what it is man it's less you know it's you got more money to split up between less guys man that's always a good <laughs> thing is there some funny format are we playing on a small court you're playing no you're playing on the outside court Alrighty, so that's 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 something there. Okay. Alrighty, and uh, but it's at four o'clock, so you're after the hot sun. It's a lot of positives here, man. And get your two thousand dollars. You need it. All right? Stay hydrated. Gas is hot. <laughs> All right. Drive electric. <laughs> We're going to close on R. Kelly, but I wanted to make a quick point about this pink. About what? Uh, I just want to make a quick point about the verses. All right. Oh yes. So we had a couple of R and B verses um, uh, recently. You know, Marion versus Mario, things like that. And uh, what we're finding is that a lot of our R&B artists that we love, they can't really sing live. That's what we're learning. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and, and here goes the thing, right? Because sometimes you go out and you may, you may see these guys um, at one of their, you know, performances, concerts, things like that. But what you have to understand is these guys, they have, things set up to make them sound better at concerts. You know, they you know, some of those guys have built in auto-tune to the audio systems, things like that. This versus competition, that's that is just it's just a stage with a camera on you. That's that and a microphone. That's it, man. So if you can't sing, it's gonna highlight that. And so when you guys come up with these fallacies of of, oh, I would like to see this person that the reason why that person hasn't done that versus is because they know <laughs> that <laughs> this is not the arena for me. Well, whoever thought of Marion could sing? Uh, he, you know, he has some songs. First of all, he has a lot of good songs, and people like his voice on the when you hear him on a song. He's utterly. I mean, he's the but, definition of mediocre, even with assistance. Yeah, and 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 you know, he was playing like he had audio issues and things like that. But no, man, you just had a tough time singing. Um, Here's my question: Who is like who has enhanced themselves in a versus? Who has enhanced themselves? Yeah, uh, quite a few people. Jadakiss, really? um, um, you know, he really did. Uh, Jaru, you know, it's it's really to it's really to highlight. It's it's for older established artists well, and it's to highlight their past uh, uh, songs. Well, I get it. I mean, by and large, we're dealing with has-beens. 
And yeah, and I, my my general feeling is even when you're beating somebody who's bad, you're not really at your best. And it's like, well, no, well, like well the not, key is to get too comfor- com- comparable. No, I understand, like honestly. for the verses. But yeah. I guess my point is, I just don't think a lot of these verses have really created a, an opportunity for for people to shine. Well, what happens is is when we when they see someone who we haven't seen in a while. A lot of people have gotten tours off of the verses. Oh yeah, no, I get that. Um, their, their streaming numbers have went up that yeah. night. You know, oh yeah, of there, that there's a reason to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just I get the sense, and I don't watch a ton of them. Catch a little YouTube clip. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like I get the sense that like, other than like a brief spike of interest, maybe tapping into a younger fan base that you hadn't touched before, like nobody, nobody's like truly like blown anybody away. Going, God damn. You know, this guy's something ridiculous. And I'll, I'll analogize it. It's, I know it's not the same setting. But I remember when, like, I was not an enormous Prince fan. I knew, like, the main hits and whatever. I remember when he did Super Bowl halftime. And watched the performance. And then, like, I got to the end. I'm like, this is why this guy's this big. Yeah. This is why he's Prince. Like, yeah. he just, you know, killed us. And it, and it was great for him, I thought. Now, th- 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 there are some people that can't do that. The problem is, especially vocally-wise, we just haven't had that. Like, my two, I, uh, Fantasia and Brandy, they're, you know, those two are the, the two strongest voices. Like, for example, you, you, you may say, okay, Rihanna has more hits than Fantasia. But you get them two in that platform, and Fantasia is just going to fucking blow you away with her vocals. No, and I to where she may have a chance, you know what well, I'm saying? No, but, but that's, and that's my point. Like, to me, Fantasia doesn't have a deep catalog of hits. Right. But there's the possibility in that setting, in a live performance, that people are just like, Wow! Right, right. I, and, and, I didn't know you had. All and that. those are the people we I more so want to see. Yeah. Um. Um. You know. But it's it's fun. Like like maybe, for example, uh, you think Alexa could bring Whitney Houston back? <laughs> I know, right? And then uh, she could for nineteen ninety five a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've only watched two all the way through. Um. One was a you know a clown show with Soldier Boy and Bow Wow, but it was funny because Soldier Boy is such a he's such a he's a comedian too as much as he is an artist. So I thought that was fun. Then I watched the Jeezy Gucci Man, which was also entertaining, uh, but not so much for the music. All right, so that's that. All right, just wanted to explain that to where you you want your favorite R&B artist in there, but it's probably a reason why they haven't participated (laughs) in the verses. You know who needs to be in the verses? Who's that? R. Kelly. (laughs) I wish, man. Who else would be in jail that we could match him with? In jail? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know, man. How many are? How many Hall of Fame artists are in jail? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is on my level here in jail. Maybe Michael Jackson should have been in jail, but I know he's, uh, yeah. he's gone. Yeah, he's Maybe gone. Uh, Alexa Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa Michael versus R. Kelly. But so much of Michael is you need to see him perform and dance. You, you know? could do that in jail, a jumpsuit. Yeah, but I'm saying he's gone now. <laughs> Alexa can't dance. Oh, no, I get it. I get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But he probably should have been in jail, too. Yeah, yeah. But, sure. uh, 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 yeah, so uh, R. Kelly since the 30 years, man. Yeah. 30 years. My, 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 so, so I, I don't necessarily, we've talked about it a, a couple of times. Yeah. We went through it. Now, I don't want to talk about that aspect of it. I want to talk about the aspect of will people or can people separate the man from the music? You know? Yeah, I think it's an individual choice. I mean, I I have I'll listen to R. Kelly songs. I believe I can fly. I was coming in on the way, um, and I don't have a problem with it. You know, I look at like my view. When you have an athlete, you have an artist, an actor, a singer, like they're flawed people just like us. 
And some of them belong in jail. Some belong, you know, in, in bad places. But what when you give your product, it becomes ours. We get that forever. And, you know, whether it's your musical thing, uh, you, you're involved in creating a great movie, you know, even like a sports moment. Like, you know, what if, you know, if Pat Mahomes goes on a serial killer spree, we still have the Buffalo Bills game. It's ours. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't take it away. That's how I look at that. And, and so I don't have any issue continuing to listen to R. Kelly music or Michael Jackson music or watching the Cosby show. I haven't done that in 30 years. But it, it's just not. It's separated. You know, it, it's art is what it is. And we can take that and we can enjoy that and process it. it it's, you know, it's it, to me, I almost look at it like in sports, like, you know, like USC uh, with Reggie Bush, like give the Heisman back and vacate wins. You can't do that. We watch that happen. You know, and for a lot of people, the music of R. Kelly is like a soundtrack of their life, you know, and, and that's you can't change that. That's in you. My, and it's it's just artificial to say, oh, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, my 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 whole thing is similar sentiments, but just a different take on it. Is how how I've always looked at music is I don't know any of these guys. All right, like I don't know. Like a main, a big thing when I was growing up was listening to rap music and all of the guys arguing with each other. Oh, he, well, he really didn't kill the guys like he says in his musical. <laughs> he didn't really sell drugs. He's not really a, He's not really this guy. He's not really that. You know what I mean? He's soft. Well, he's, I, I, and when it comes to me and they ask me, well, I, I really don't give a damn. I don't know <laughs> this guy from a can of paint. Yeah. It's either he can rap or he can't rap. That's it. And so I don't get emotionally attached to these artists and I think that's the, the key point to a lot of these fans. They get emotionally attached to their favorite artists and yeah. when something happens, they, they feel compelled to either take a strong side left or right to where I'm going to love Arcade listen to no matter what or I'm not listening to that pedophile and, and yeah. if you listen to him, you must be a pedophile too. Like I see on these <laughs> Facebook posts. Shout out to um, our, our guy from the GM5 league uh, 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 Terrence there you know he, he, he you know he was getting upset with a guy on his post uh, saying that yeah he was just saying because the guy says well I'm still going to listen okay I love I think he said I, I wish or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. he was like uh, oh, you don't have any Terrence like you don't have any we must not have any women in your family and this this and that <laughs> it's just like you know it's you know and I, I guess when you when you get that emotional attachment to a person you, you can feel that way but I just, I don't know any of these guys. Some of these guys that you think could be clean, they could be serial rapist or something until it comes out. Well, you just that, don't and know. that's not, like, that's kind of not far off where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Similar that, Once that song is out there, or that, you know, you've listened to it, it's, it, it the guy doesn't necessarily matter anymore. Right. It's the song. Like, yeah. and the reality is, like, most of these artists, they make, you know, even the best ones, they make a handful of songs we really enjoy, but they also, I mean, there's, I don't think there's an artist that ever lived where I like more than 50% of the songs they they release. Yeah. It's just not the case. I mean, yeah. just some songs are, eh, hey, it's the, the, the needle for The me. dumbest thing to me in that line was when um, Drake was beefing with, uh, with, with the Pusha T. And Pusha T come out with the diss and was uh, like, you know, you... Basically, he just says, and you have a child, and no, you didn't tell anybody. And everybody's like, oh, <laughs> he said Drake got a baby, didn't tell anybody. Like, who the 
fuck? How is this a diss? Like, <laughs> like I don't care. Yeah, I don't have a duty if, to tell you I have a kid. If Drake chooses not to tell me he has a child, I don't. Like, I don't care. I didn't tell Drake if I have a child. I thought I got a girl pregnant. I didn't call. You know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tweet Drake like, "Yo, I think I got a baby on the way." Like, who gives a shit, man? Like, how is this such a hard diss? You know, so like, I just, I just don't feel so compelled to be attached to these guys to hang on to their every whim and what they do in life, right or wrong or left or right. Yeah. I just want the music. I care about the music. Is the music good? Is the music not good? If it's not good, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. Like, That's just yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, Tobias Harris could be a great guy, but if he doesn't have a that's what it is. That's the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I so, so yeah, so I'm able to separate the man from the music, and I think people should. I actually, because I, I was curious to know, and, I, and maybe they will now, but I looked on Apple Music, they still have his music up. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, YouTube actually pulled a lot of his stuff. Um, I so, hope they didn't. I hope they didn't pull his performance from Whitney Houston's funeral. Oh, that was classic. But I don't I know. I love that performance. I what they did pull was the um the uh trapped in the closets and I love those. Yeah. Um, you can still pay for them, but the free versions. Yeah, that's are ridiculous, not. man. That was a fucking work of art, man. It was, and that's the thing. Like, there's there's nothing in recorded music that's anything like the trapped in the closets. Absolutely nothing. I mean, nobody's ever. Done. <laughs> it was so you know, fucking I out mean, of this world genius, man. Yeah, and, and like on every, I mean, the content was this crazy, bizarre. It was a hip hop musical. Musical. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It was a Broadway musical, but hip hop, and yeah. it was yeah. And to you know just to deliver that still in like a musical way. Yes. Like that, that was still engaging. I mean. The dude is a musical genius. Yeah. I yeah. mean, a pedophile, but a musical genius. Yeah. I mean, you can wear two hats, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like when you when you hear 30 years, you're like, God, that's a long time. Yes, man. Because you know like, how old he is. Well, yeah. you do the math, and it's like, you know, it's, he's an older dude, and so you're like, you know, by the time, I'm assuming he lives another 30 years, like, you know, fucking be like wearing Depends undergarments, and who gives a damn, you know? Like, yeah. what, he couldn't molest anybody if he tried. And, you know, but then it's like, the other reality of this is like, that's not something you can rehab from. If that's your lane, if that's your fetish, if that's your behavior, that's who you are. That's who you are as you breathe. And there's no re rehabilitation for that. So it's like, yeah, you probably don't belong in the streets anymore. You know, so it is what it is. But I would be open to a versus from jail. <laughs> Let the truth be known. I just, as we're closing on this, I wonder if, I think the attorneys pulled the card late about his upcoming I guess does that really matter about you know maybe him being fondled as a child and and, well, and, that was and out him the, growing up I know but I'm the, just saying they didn't pull that card until late in the proceedings I I, I think the, the problem with that is this and, and this is why like generational stuff is so devastating because when somebody made the decision to do that to him, and, and I honestly think when I when I heard that in the and it was the, someone the, in his family, I, I want to say his auntie yeah. or well, you older have sister some access, or something. You know, you gotta have access to do that. Yeah, yeah. But when I heard that, like you know, it made sense. Like it connected a lot of dots. Why would this guy behave this way? And you know, you're molested by a woman at an early age. You're the younger person. You're the powerless person. It's disconcerting. And as you grow older you want to shift that power paradigm and that's going to draw you to be what you weren't you were the abused person you were taken advantage of and you're not going to you know, you're going to not want that feeling again and you're going to therefore go the other way with that and it's it's a 
like a generational sickness. Yeah, I mean, people that are abused, whether it's sexually, physically, mentally, they're not in positions to then, you know, raise or interact with people. I mean, some overcome it, but it's rare and it's damaging forever. And, and like, you know, when you do that, you know, whoever did that to him, and I don't doubt that it's true, I, I genuinely don't, you contributed to creating a monster. And there are, for all the people that he took advantage of, mm-hmm. those people, 99.9% of them, are not going to have healthy sexual lives after that. And so, like, you know, if he was abused and he goes ahead and abuses, you know, 15, 20 people, then they're going to fuck up another 40 people. It's just that's what you go. I mean, it's just you can't change that. I mean, if people get this sickness in them and it's not something that can be easily reversed. And when you abuse somebody on in any manner, you're creating a monster. Mm. And that monster is going to damage people down the line. It's well said, my man. Well said. Well, that has been the show for today, man. On the Bench Podcast. Uh, once again, we're on all podcast streaming platforms, uh, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Uh, we appreciate the guys from earlier, the average fans uh, take podcasts. Uh, they're on all uh, audio streaming platforms as well, man. Your Spotify's, all of that good stuff. Um, Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, we'll see you guys, you know, next weekend. You can next catch week. Pink at the Ace League yeah. during the well, week. Actually, not till no. We're off next week because the Fourth of July. Oh, okay. We're coming back July 11 and 12. Okay. Yeah. July 11 and 12 in the Ace League downtown Orlando. Look it up. Come see a game. All right. Catch all you right. guys. We out. Guys, thanks for coming in, man. That was good shit.